Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, a DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Hey, what's up? And Connor's here as well. That was more positive than usual, I think. I'd call it neutral. I'm in the well, mil- yeah, but usually, usually it's pretty negative, so that was you know, more positive. Oh, exactly. I'm, I'm just saying I've been nudging towards neutral for a while now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, I, I it definitely isn't inherently positive. <laughs> so, so I think I've, I've hit I've hit that middle point. I think we're good, um, and it's all just building you back up so I can I can straight. Oh yeah, later. until I do something that pisses you off, and then down. I'm again. trying to think in alignments. Is there a chaotic neutral? Because that's that's yeah, there is. Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of what that statement was. I, I think yeah, neutral. you just have you have no. You're not good. You're not evil. But you like chaos. That's chaotic neutral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Whereas the Joker's chaotic evil. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Batman's lawful good. Lawful good. That's why they they make such good. What DC characters is chaotic good? I guess I guess Harley Quinn's kind of becoming that over time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Harley Quinn, <laughs> Ivy kind of fits that role depending on who's writing it. Yeah, yeah. Jason Todd. I mean, I hate to say that, but there's nothing about Jason Todd that's good. Sharp. Yeah, well, his alignment is. He's. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't really say he's that chaotic either. Well, chaotic just means out for yourself. You know, like, yeah, booster probably. I mean, to to the people, but really, he's lawful good because he's he's abiding the laws of time and space. So, but yeah. Okay, not even two minutes in, and Matt is defending Booster Gold somehow. I don't know how we got into that. So that's, that's what I do. Here we there's, are. There's not even an issue of action comics this week. There isn't. No, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not oh, even I, mentioned. I got to squeeze it in there. I can't, I, you know, I can't get rid of all the Connor talk before we talk about Connor, so I have to go to Booster. <laughs> so, we talk about DC Comics, uh, you might be surprised to find. And coming up on this week's show, we will be discussing Damage Number 1. That is the first of the New Age of DC Heroes books, spinning out of metal, allegedly. I don't know how it spins out of metal yet, but we have the book, so it's there. Uh, we have the final of the Super Sons of Tomorrow crossover and Super Sons number 12. We have Batman 39, Superman 39, Justice League 37, Green Lanterns 39, Nightwing 37, Batwoman 11, Aquaman number 32, and in a surprising move, Connor tried out the start of the new run on Trinity with Trinity 17. So, uh, that is what will be discussed uh, this week, once we get to the books, but we have a few things before we get to the books as it happens. Get a couple of news items, and you know how I like to do the whole the whole sales figures thing and make you guess on the, the rankings and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we did already do that. We already did that for, for December. We had those numbers last week. However, given that it's January, we actually now have the full numbers. We have the top 1,000 of 2017. Uh, Good Lord. That's a long list and I have no doubt why you found it. <laughs> You're just drawn to it like a moth to the flame. Uh, he's not wrong. So... What we're going to do is similar to before. Just to, we're going to look at the top ten, and I'm going to make you do a little bit of guessing. Yeah, uh, I'm not guessing a year's worth of comics. Oh no, yeah, if we're doing the whole top thousand, we'd be, that, that that'd be like a ten part series that we'd, we'd be doing over like several months of you guessing all thousand. You would watch me age in real time. Probably, yeah. You'd go great just try to think about it. But mm-hmm. uh, so can anyone? I mean, you may have seen what the top one was because it was been tweeted out all over the place. But can you guess what the top selling comic book? Of 2017 was. No, I, I have can't. two guesses. Yeah, two guesses. Wait, Go comic on. Comic or DC comic? Comic, just comic in general. Crap! I have no guesses now. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, th- this is the thing. There's too many comics in a year for me to get. Yeah. Like, when you give me a month, I can kind of think well, about it. It's, it's probably from one of the big two, right? But Everything. what other milestone was hit? Everything in the big, everything in the top ten is the big two. It, it, really, right. no, nothing on here is remotely obscure or hard to think about. Yeah, but then you think about Star Wars. Gonna had a massive book from Marvel. I don't know if there was some kind of anniversary event from there, Marvel. I'll tell you right now, there is zero Star Wars in the top ten. Okay, well then it's Marvel. Uh, well, then my my guess is uh, my go metal since it's been out longer. All right, go metal number one. Yep. Connor? I told you. Too many comics to guess from, so fine. Metal. I don't care. Uh, The top-selling comic book of 2017, no doubt through to some shady shenanigans and lots of variants, was Marvel Legacy number one. Of course. Um, Yeah, I'm calling shenanigans on that. Well, it was also like an $8 book. It was... Six. Uh, Really? I thought it it was more than that as well. Yeah, my shop had it for eight, but that might have been a variant. Yeah, yeah, they had a bunch of variants. They had all those lenticulars that didn't work. They had lots of things going on. But yeah, and a lot of those variants you had to order so many copies. So I think they kind of, as Marvel have done in the past, I think they've inflated their numbers a little bit there. Because keep in mind, this is ordered by comics retailers. This is not sold through to public, these numbers. Right. And one can't help but wonder how many copies are lying around that might be on the. uh, the, yeah, the free comic book day bins. The Marvel ones are non-returnable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you see one still returnable, or was that just a thing at the start of Rebirth? That was at the start. I mean, yeah. although my shop my shop doesn't order as much as they used to, but there's certainly a lot more leftover Marvel books than there are at DC. Because hmm. uh, sometimes I'll miss one and not realize it, and uh, I'll have to go back, and there's always a stack of something. So... <laughs> So somehow that scraped its way to 305,000 copies uh, Oh my ordered. god, man. During the 90s, that would have gotten cancelled. <laughs> That's so crazy to think. Uh, truth to that. Um, Alright, what do you think the top-selling DC book was then? Which is number two, I'll tell you that much. Oh, I'm going to keep it up and go metal. And let, no, I'm going to change the doomsday clock. Let's let's let it run. Hold your ground, Connor? Why not? She's in metal. Sure. Pop P- enthusiasm. She try to draw... too, too many comics for a year. I'm even I, pretending I... to have enthusiasm, Connor. It's not that hard. Yeah, no, master a good a job. Master a good job. I'm proud of Matt right now. Metal is number two. Uh, metal, so, yeah, metal number know. one sold two hundred seventy-eight thousand copies. Uh, big, big. Um, then we had number three was Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man number one at 233,000. I think that was in a loot box or something. It probably was. It feels, again, it feels like they've beefed those up. As does number four and five, which is issue zero and number one of Secret Empire, which I know they were shoving down everyone's throats at the time. Um, Then you had metal numbers two and three. Actually, three and two. Three was not higher than two was. Uh, That's at number six. Then seven, Dark Knight's Metal number two. Uh, Doomsday Clock number two at number eight. Interestingly, it's because yeah. one was split. Remember with the lenticular. That's true. Yeah, one yep. was split. Uh, uh, that first comes in at number fourteen. Interestingly enough, if if you can find the two of them and add the totals together, you can kind of see where it would have slotted in. And then the second one was number seventeen, so they weren't they weren't far apart. Uh, what, t- what were the, the what were the sales on them? Uh, so you had one hundred and thirty four and one hundred and twenty six. That'd have been number three then if had had you added those together. So that had been just after Mel. 
number one. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so as I say, Doomsday Clock number two was number eight. Then Metal number four was number nine. So a lot of metal on this. And then Phoenix Resurrection Return of Jean Grey number one was number ten. Oh, that's good. So I, like, I like that, that that's there. Yeah, uh, so that, that was actually, if I, my, my math is correct, and I'm just double-checking it is, it is, uh, that is an even 5-5 split for DC and Marvel in the top 10, uh, even though I do think some of the Marvel entries are a little bit in the uh, inflated side. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, DC's not, you know, they used to do that stuff with the September events, you know? Mm. Yeah, they did. So, you know. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not, they've never been guilty of it. It's just uh, this year it feels just... less so. I mean, I just I can't wait for the time where Marvel can crawl their way back up, and we can have two good, you know, two two of the majors back good again, like it was when I started reading comics in the early two thousands. Competition so. is healthy. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully Marvel set their game up this year. Um, we shall see how that goes. Um, I mean, I, one could argue that's the reason Marvel got so shitty and complacent is that yep. they didn't really need to do anything with DC shooting themselves yep. in the foot with the new 52 stuff no, that, yep. there's, there's, there's some truth to that I think um, and then yeah, so hopefully when they, they change creative teams around and we get, because they announced this week that Slot's taking on Iron Man uh, mm-hmm. obviously we have rumours of Aaron taking on Avengers and things so hopefully once all that happens maybe we get a, a, a you know, a batch of books that are maybe you know, rising to the top of the top of the crop if you will yeah. uh, so I don't, I don't know we'll see we'll see um, still digging all new Wolverine yeah she was this week it was good there you go read the second part of that I, Avengers I haven't read any more since last yeah. week I read the second part of that Avengers No Surrender 16 issue weekly thing um, I like parts of it but a lot of it just left me kind of feeling eh whatever <laughs> not, not another who moment no, I liked how they dealt with that. They did some fun. Uh, I'll, I'll just say Don from the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'll just reference that, and you might get what I mean. Uh, but yeah, uh, the rest of it was just lots and lots of villains that I. The funny thing is, I know I've encountered some of them from Infinity because they, they they specifically mentioned they were around for that, but I didn't remember them, and I don't know who the other villains are. So there was lots and lots of villains fighting, and I'm like, I have no idea who any of these people are. This is just, I'm just, I don't care. <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know. That, that sounds like you were really positive on that book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll see. I'll see if I muster up the energy to bother reading the third one next week. We'll see. I don't know. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um. So, uh, with that, with that said, uh, so we have actual news, news. Um, bit of movie news and a bit of actual comics news. What do you want first, comics or movies? Movies. Movies. All right. So. Grain of salt time here, but a bit of a, uh, you know, rumor mill and you know thing. I mean, things have been changing so much with DC movies on a constant basis over the last couple of years that anything this all might be completely true, but it doesn't change the fact that it might all change in about two weeks' time. So, uh, apparently, the inside buzz right now is that the the next sort of slate of DC movies has altered a little bit. Uh, so up until just now, we were under the impression that the the next eight to be released were the following movies. Batgirl, Green Lantern Corps, Justice League Dark. This is a really bad list. It's, it's, it's separated mm. them. Those were the ones that <laughs> those were the ones that have changed. Those were the ones that were in the slate. Yeah. And have now changed, right? Uh, obviously okay. we have a bunch of stuff we're expecting. We've got Shazam, we got Aquaman, we got Wonder Woman 2. Yeah. All, all those usual ones we've been expecting. We've got the Batman. Yeah. Um so those now apparently are not necessarily in the slate. Although obviously we know 
Whedon's working on Batgirl, so that, that's kind of in a weird place then. Whereas the other two that have been removed like had next to nothing going for them yeah. at this point. Yeah, Justice League Dark especially has been in limbo for yeah. about four years. Yeah, Del Toro yeah. kind of left it and then it's just been kind of hovering. And it's a shame about Green Lantern Corps because we could use a good Green Lantern movie. That would have been, that would have been yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, the interesting part though is what's kind of been added onto the list uh, and that is of course uh, Man of Steel 2 and Nightwing are now in this shortlist of what they expect to do uh, in the next mm-hmm. batch. I mean it would still be... I mean, 2021, I imagine, at the earliest, before you see either of those two. Just given what's already kind of in the works and what's moving along. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I don't know. It, it could mean next to nothing. Uh, but uh, yeah. Also, this, there was a bunch of new stuff about Affleck leaving as Batman again. Uh-huh. Like, that, that's all come back up again. It seems, week, yeah, so. it seems like it's a done deal. Apparently, the, the scuttlebutt is, is that um, he is signed on for Flashpoint, but that'll be his send-off. That'll be the last time we see him in Flashpoint. I'm not sad. Which, That's fine. To be honest, though, if they play this smart, whoever the new actor is, have them be there at the end when Flash alters the timeline. Yeah, yep. just pretend nothing's happened. Yeah, just do it that way. Just do it. If it's going to be Jake Gyllenhaal, which is the one that everyone's apparently saying, you know, that's the buzz, yep. that Jake Gyllenhaal's yep. the one taking over. You know what? Do it. Have Jake Gyllenhaal be there at the end in the bat suit. Why not? That dude's been trying to get into a superhero movie since the beginning, so good for him. <laughs> this is the woman he finally gets in there, you know... Try to take over for, for Toby, Maguire, and Spider-Man. And interestingly, I do think he's... A, I mean, maybe not now because he's a bit older, but I feel like 10 years ago, he'd have been my Dick Grayson pick. Yeah? Yeah, I can see that. O- over over Batman. But hey, I mean, I'm not going to... Or Joker, yeah. even. Uh, Night- Nightcrawler convinced me he, that that dude can pull off Joker. Should he... Yeah, he's, he's, he's probably my favourite underrated actor because he goes and does those things. You know, like Nightcrawler. He's very versatile, isn't it? Because he did Nightcrawler yeah. and then jumped straight. Because he was like proper skinny for Nightcrawler and then jumped yeah. straight to that boxing movie, mm-hmm. which I can't remember what that was called. Yeah, that was a, that's the I one. Yeah. I never saw it. I yeah. didn't see it because the whole trailer gave away the entire movie. You know, it did. It looked like a boxing movie. Well, that's yeah. the that's the type of boxing movies though. Is that a lot of them are just the exact same plot. <laughs> so and that, and that's fine. But when there's a twist that involves the wife, don't put that in the trailer. Yep. 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 I, I concur with that, that, that sentiment. Uh, yeah. But I, I do like the Jalen Hall. Well, I like both Jalen Halls, actually. I like, I like Maggie as well. Oh, yeah, and it's not fair that his sister gets to be the only Jalen Hall in a Batman movie. Like That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, she was know? in a Batman movie. <laughs> there's, a, there's a family legacy going on here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to hear him yell Rachel now. Next time, next time they're at a family dinner, right? You know, I, I don't know how often the Jalen Halls get together. Uh, with the parents or whatever, but I just see them and he's he plays Batman now and he's like, hey, so you, you were like this DA in a Batman movie? Yeah, I'm Batman. Uh, just like you know, licking the the, the fork as he yeah, one up in each other. Yeah, it's just like, well, fine, I'll, I'll go be something else. That's fine, but let me know when you get Oscar nominated. Is <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> he crazy? He hasn't. Is he not been nominated yet? That's insane. No. Man. That, that was the the big upset that year for Nightcrawlers. He didn't get any nominations, which is insane. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Because, yeah, he's and then for Stronger this year, I still have to see it. But it, from all accounts, he's his performance is what that movie. Yeah, I, I've not watched it, but it looks like yeah. it's Oscar bait, and yeah. then it's not really getting any buzz from no. any of the, yeah. the other yeah. ones. That I, I, I have a list of about a dozen movies I want to get to before we hit the Oscars and we hit our awards because we're doing a movie awards thing around the same time as the Oscars that we're all going to like you know, pick our winners and whatnot, but uh, 
I have like a good dozen movies to get to before then, and that is just not even. I don't even think about putting that on my short list to. Well, no, I just don't, to get to. The only reason I know anything about it is I listened to a sports podcast, and uh, he kind of crossed over to pop culture, and he had Gyllenhaal on back in late November to talk about the movie. Like I wasn't even aware it was a movie until I had listened to that. It's it's uh, on my list of, but it's at like you know like twenty twenty five of things to watch, which means you're so probably not probably not to happening. It. Yeah. Uh, Unless it happens to just be there someday and yeah, I've got nothing else to do, uh, you might put it on. That's pretty much the the, the situation, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. And there was also a thing actually this week, uh, again, uh, this is a preview of the the movie news this week, which will be going up uh, tomorrow night sometime. Uh, But we have, or actually not, early tomorrow, now I think about it. But um, uh, the, the Harley Quinn situation where Margot Robbie's got like three movies in the works. And yeah. they're basically debating which one to do, whether one Suicide Squad 2. Uh, which is also rumored to be the introduction of uh, Black Adam, right? Mm-hmm. And then one's Birds of Prey, because apparently, as this was a quote from the article, which I'll actually have in front of me tomorrow when I'm doing the, the movie news, but uh, it was something to do with, oh, ever since Suicide Squad, apparently Margot Robbie's become quite a DC fan, and she really likes Birds of Prey, so she wants Harley to be in a Birds of Prey movie. <laughs> you know what? I can see it with, with some versions of Harley, though. Yeah. Um, I like I, that about her, though. I, I could, like well, that she threw herself in, and you know. Oh yeah, I like that part of it. If she's actually really become a DC fan and she's really like yeah. into these ideas, then great. Yeah, go for it. Um, That's awesome. I think I think if you have the regular Birds of Prey and she's like an anti-hero, but by the end of the movie she's kind of an ally. That's how you play that. Yeah. I think I can see it. You know, because you can kind of do that twisted version of Harley where. She kind of wants to help, thinking mm. that she's doing the right thing, but obviously just gets in the way. And you have Batgirl, and you have you know Black Canary and Huntress Canary. all being kind of like, eh, you know, like what, she's what, bit, what's she doing here? She's a bit yeah. cookie. Do we trust her? Yeah, you could play that up. Um, that's why you make maybe make Ivy the villain actually, and like her connection with Ivy is what sort yeah. of convinces them to bring her along so she can help and talk her down. Kind of like a, a Silence of the Lambs thing. She's like a consultant. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, Harley Quinn, the consultant. Yeah. Uh, and then the third one, which is the one that absolutely none of us want, is Joker versus Harley, which would bring back Leto as Joker, and it'd be them facing off again. No, I don't want it. Go away. Yeah, no tell. I don't yeah. even want that in an animated movie that I'm not going to watch, let alone a, <laughs> <laughs> let alone I, a live action. I, I never want to see Jared Leto as the Joker again. I don't know how that happens, but just make it happen. I don't even want to see that version of Harley again. Like If they do Harley, just get rid of the tattoos and the pale... You know, I don't like, think the Harley's that bad, though, inherently. Uh, no, but... No, the Harley looks fine. I don't, I don't have a problem with how Harley looks. No, I just... I, I hated her characterization in there. Like, they really played up the... You know, the darkness in that relationship. That, well, yeah, the, re- the relationship stuff itself was effy. Yeah, but the generalization of her character, I thought, was mostly... It's similar to what we were The, the way she Harley talked and interacted with people was yeah. mostly working. Right. Yeah. For the most part. It was a scene where like he, he tried to use her as property. Like Yeah. Oh yeah, like, the oh, the relationship God. stuff was some of the worst stuff yeah. in that movie. And that was a mess yeah. of a movie. So that's really and so, something. I, I'd like to have a more Harleen Quinzel esque version where she's a little bit more in control. So, oh, this yeah. does remind me, I did check out the, the new issue of Harley Quinn this week. Just re- really briefly. It's kind of the same. It's totally That's... nothing. There's no major right. shift. Okay. It's, so... so if you're enjoying it, you probably still will. If you weren't, yeah, you can probably stay. I'm glad there's a place for that in DC Comics, though. Like, it has its fans. They're not. It's not going anywhere. It's clearly it sells enough. But 
I, I'm yeah. glad that it's not bleeding over into the rest of our books. Hmm. So. No, no, no that's it's fine. fine. It, 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 there's no problem with it existing, and that, that's it's, it. It's good at what it is. Just, 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 just actually say it's out of continuity. Just say it's on its own little thing because it's just weird yeah. that it, <laughs> like Harley's well, in this and then she's in Suicide Squad and she's completely different. I feel like yeah. that's the way with the with most of the Amanda Connor stuff because she's doing that book, right? Sure, she was. Uh, not anymore. She was. Same, yeah. Okay. So, so that's but why. So it's at the tone. That's why I read it specifically because it's a new, yeah. new run. Yeah, Frontier gotcha. took over, and okay. it's it's solid. It's but it feels pretty much the same. But yeah, but her because I'm I'm reading her Starfire right now, mm. and each day they brought in Terra from their run with Power Girl. Yeah, and it all feels like it's its own little corner, and nothing really impacts anything else. Yeah, but you did have. Nightwing show up in that, and that stuff felt I, like it was related. I haven't made it that far, Connor. Well, that was pretty early. I mean, it was no. only 12 issues. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably on issue four, alright? He's Let's... on the cover of one of the issues. It's not a spoiler. It's fine. It, right, I mean, why have the trades? Right? Well, There's no covers. Sure you. It's hard to spoil that run. There's not really much plot. No, but there are key and it's awesome. So, and Pete <laughs> yeah. has no idea what we're talking about, because he doesn't know Starfire as a character. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Shut up! I'm just gonna uh, keep revising this until we get to the point where you just are like, "What's a Starfire?" <laughs> uh, no, I'll keep going until I say something else stupid, and then that will replace the Starfire. Oh, or no, can just Pete. add on. Uh, add on. This is not going anywhere. I still, because it was from a place of complete sincerity. You didn't recognize her, and that's why it's great. You know. <sighs> You know, Matt, every time I think I'm about to let some jokes go with you, you just you find a reason to make me want to cling on to them just that little bit longer. That's okay. It doesn't bother me as much as this bothers you, I can tell. Yeah, at least Matt recognizes yeah. all the characters. <laughs> hey, no, I don't recognize all the characters. This guy with a, a, a black t-shirt and a red S keeps popping up in conversation. That, I don't know who that that's is. That's different... Oh, man, this guy. <laughs> Him and his fallacy, living in kayfabe, I'm going to borrow a term from wrestling there. You know, this this is a hundred percent shoot that you didn't recognize Starfire. <laughs> I have no idea. What you it was a said. work. It was, okay. a, it, it was a work. It was Matt. a work. It was a lot of work. It was a work. Uh, no. <laughs> it's starting right. wrestling terminology but, for the next time. We're just to confuse Connor. Whoosh. That's fine. It's blend. I, I go to so much local wrestling, and I've befriended so many of the wrestlers. It's working its way into my vocabulary, and my wife hates it. So. Everything's a gimmick, and she's like, it's yeah. not a gimmick, it's fine. On the, on the uh, subject, though, I have caught up a little bit in wrestling over the past week, and I will just say, there's a Japanese pirate wrestler, uh, Kiri yes. Sane, who might be yeah. my new favourite. I love her, she's great. Yeah. She comes out, well. she's out with a big pirate wheel, the, the ship wheel, and she's got like a little yeah. telescope. It's great. It's well, fantastic. Look up her Japanese stuff. She used to swing it on a rope, too. <laughs> oh, so, they need to do that at one of the big events. Oh, what a yeah. rope swing. Yep. Well, they did it for Paul Birchall. I'm sure they can figure it out for Kyrie. Yeah. There's, there's a pirate. I, I'm just. I don't yes. even like pirates that much, but the idea of a pirate wrestler is fascinating to me. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, fun. So let's talk about books. Actually, that was good news. We get. We get. Let's not bury the lead yeah. here. We we have no. the biggest news. This is bigger than Bendis. This is bigger than Rebirth. I, I, I love how we're like 25 odd minutes in, and yeah. and let's not bury the lead. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I mean, that was the joke, Connor! That was the joke! I just, just want to cl- cl- make it clear just how long we went until that. Look, big news this week. The trunks are back. 
The red trunks. Superman's got the red back. Round the crotch. It's a thing. It's happening. Action Comics I, 1000's bringing them back. As, as a representative though. super Superman fan here, my initial thought was, okay, we're doing this again. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> it's my, my question, comic is, club. is it permanent though or is it just for the yeah. one um, like, special issue see, and this it's going to be in the this is the thing at first when I first read it and I just first saw the news I went oh that'll just be like oh that's a fun thing they're doing for one issue whatever big cool right but I've seen so many artists from DC be like finally and posting images of them drawing Superman in the trunks and they all, they all seem so happy he's back that I'm like this feels like it's permanent now the way they're all talking about it and reacting to it and like, and this is like artists who are working at DC right now, and writers who are working yeah. at DC tweeting about it. That I yeah, feel like I really okay. Um, it's well, it's iconic. It's I'm trying to think for Batman because he's been through so many suit iterations. Well, he used I'm to have to the think bla- of what that is. Yeah, he used to have the black trunks, and I, I think with Batman, it's less noticeable they were, they were missing when they took yeah. them away. It wasn't a big deal. It's because it's still oh. you know. I mean, we're still on grey and yeah. black in general anyway. It's as, dark. As a yeah, I'm, just, I'm trying to think. Is it is it the yellow oval around the the bat? Is that what his red trunks are? Nah, because like, he, he's, he's, went, he's went back and forth between them all, all throughout his career. Yeah. And I personally prefer it without the yellow oval. So. Yeah, so do I. But, I, mean, uh, I, 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 I prefer it with, but... I'm not too fussed about yeah. it. It's not like, oh, I'm going to fight well, for it. Well, it's actually, this is what I said about the Red Trunks this week. I, I mean, I prefer the Red Trunks, but I don't feel that strong. Well, the Rebirth outfit for the last year or so has been great. Like, I've not had no problems fine. with it. Um, my bigger problem with the New 52 outfit was that stupid collar, the V-neck thing. Yeah. I hated that one. And so many lines. Well, and the and lines, them calling yeah. it Kryptonian armor, because Jim Lee I, just wanted to add lines. It's like... Yeah, ugh. I think that's my biggest thing. People are going, but the trunks don't make sense in 2018. I'm like... Who gives a shit? It's a costume. It, <laughs> it didn't have make, to make sense in 1960, but they were still there. It's, like, it's at a, that point, the character was 30 years old. It's a know? ceremonial thing. It's a Krypton, Kryptonian, Kryptonian. If I say that it's, right, it's a design choice. That's yes, it. Well, that's a, exactly. Do you guys know the actual origin of the trunks? He likes why some red. Well, no. Well, I mean, why did uh, why did they, they chose yeah. them? Why oh, did yeah. Eagle and Schuster because it was uh, based on like strong men from the circus at the yeah. time. Yeah. And that's how they. Yeah, and that's how they were. So, if that's what you're gonna do, cool. I'm sure, I'm sure in storyline you could work out something Here, in Smallville. Here's here's the thing know. though, right? People, I've seen some people who are completely anti-trunks say that, oh, like you know, we only kept them so long because of nostalgia. Nostalgia is like you know ruining things. And I'm like, well, here's the thing though. If there's one character who should stick to his ideals and and by extension his costume more than any other character, it's, it's Superman. Because the entire point of Superman is that he does not. He, you know, he sticks being the, the, the Boy Scout. We don't change that because that's who Superman no. is. That even in the face of everything else that happens, he remains pure. That's yeah. Superman. You like you could say that about Captain America and the wings on his, you know, cowl. I look stupid. Or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but, the but they're only there because of nostalgia. Yeah, and that's okay. That's a fine argument, but they don't partially define who Captain America is. You know, like Superman's like Captain America, as long as he's got the shield. Yeah. That's it. And, and Superman at his core, as long as he's got the S, you're yeah. kind of in the ballpark. I feel like with Superman, the colours are a big thing. Captain America, my favourite Captain America outfit is actually the one from Winter Soldier, which was just, took away the red. It was just Maybe the star blue. with the, the yeah. two lines, and that's all it was. But it looked really slick. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you want to argue nostalgia, that's that's uh, to me, that's not a good argument for Superman, because, like Pete was saying, it represents who he is as a character and it's i mean i'm of the the mindset yeah it looks better with the trunks but 
I wasn't missing him exactly. Yeah, like I, I, I'm fighting strongly against people who are die hard against them. I'm actually not fighting strongly yeah. for the trunks. I actually don't mind them not being there. Like I'm actually kind of cool with it yeah. either way. But I, I yeah, think it's cool to back. I feel it's a nice thing to do in the 1000th issue. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Bring that back. Yeah. Why not? It's been since, what, 2011? Yeah. That they've been gone? So. I didn't expect it, so it's a nice surprise. Oh. So I got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just on 1000, they also just sort of like give some early info about it. Just yeah. in terms of price, how big it is, that kind of thing. It's going to be an 80 page book without ads. There's no ads in it. Uh, it's $8.79, uh, which is actually re- relatively fine value for the. <laughs> for the uh it's a dollar per 10 pages that's yeah, pretty great for the size especially with no ads uh, with no ads yeah so you know that's all fine uh, and they mentioned uh so here we go so there's going to be variant covers there's going to be eight variant covers one representing each decade uh for the first batch of deck well it's not actually eight variants admittedly i don't think but uh, it's basically the 30s through to the 2000s each one's got a variant uh steve ridge doing the 30s one michael chose doing the 40s uh david gibbons is doing the 50s michael allridge doing the 60s uh jim steranko's doing the 70s joshua middleton is doing the 80s dan juggins doing the 90s that one makes so much sense uh, <laughs> and lee yeah. uh, Beher- uh uh is doing the 2000s so uh, Which one am I going to want to get? There's some decisions to be made there. I feel like I need to, because like, just based on the artists, I'm going, okay, 2000s, that sounds good. Yeah, I think once uh, you 70s, see them all. But it dep- yeah. depends on you know, the actual designs. The all red 60s one could be really cool too. Yeah, yeah, that that's could be. true. He, 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 does, 70. He, he does a lot of the yeah. uh, Silver Age and Golden Age covers for yeah. the uh, the omnibuses yeah. and stuff. So he's, he's practiced yeah. for that. And actually, is, yeah. so if you go to my Twitter, I changed my, my cover pick. Or not Twitter, Facebook. I changed one of them. I can't remember. I haven't had cold. Uh, but it's a Doc Shaner classic. Mm, uh, like that that was your Facebook. I saw that. Okay, there we go. Uh, but it's got Mixipedalic uh, and Batmite with Batman and Superman. And they look the golden age. And one of our friends even asked if that was from one of the Omnibuy. So that's I, I, I feel like they're missing out on Shaner doing uh, a variant. But... Ah, no. he's working on terrific soon. He's, he's going to see plenty of shit. Like I know, I know, but still. Yeah, know. and also doing a blank variant as well. You know, for your for your commissions yeah. and sketches and whatnot. So, yeah. Uh, so oh, that's man. cool. If it wasn't eight bucks, I'd I'd buy one of those. And next time I was at a con. Oh, I'm getting one anyway. Someone do something. Yeah. Well, I have a budget. I can't. I can't. So spend so do I. But an action. Well, well, whoa, this whoa. is the thing. I have the budget as well. But then you you kind of make the exception because okay, this is a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, one one extra copy of this uh, ain't going to completely but break the world. But it's eight dollars. We're not talking. This is an extra three. Oh sure. Like, you, know, you know what, Matt? Just don't go to Taco Bell. You know, a few t- few times that week. Just to you're make asking up for me it. to move the moon, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, it's fine. Right but me. when you go, okay, still go, but get the cheaper meal. Maybe get a, okay. a little bit less I'll each try. time, and that'll make up the the extra eight bucks to get the the blank variant for for future. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about this. You know, some of my podcasts are starting to do more Patreon, and they're asking for a minimum $5, or the maximum $5. And I was like, man, trying to do a bunch of these, it's going to add up to like $15 extra a month. And then I go drop $15 on Taco Bell a week, and I'm like, yeah, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to support Patreon because of Taco Bell. You know? It's crazy. I'm not really sure what the point of that was. I think all I heard was I transferred economy into Taco Bell meals. And that's how I judge expenses. Yeah, basically, it says I could buy, you know, I could yeah. support people on Patreon, but instead I buy Taco Bell. That, that's, exactly. I think, what he said. 
yeah. given that we want people to support us on Patreon, that's a really odd message to be sending out, Matt. <laughs> I'm I saying mean... I'm probably going to stop going to Taco Bell so much. Okay. So I can support these people. That's all. I love Baja uh, Blast. If you've never had it, guys, it's probably the greatest soda ever. Okay, so just to give you some more details about Action 1000, uh, the two current Superman uh, teams are going to be doing uh, stories, ma- the main stories, which are both going to be 15 pages. So this is accounting for 30 pages out of the 50, uh, out of the right. so there's 50 left for all the other things that are happening in it. Plus the business backup. Well, there's a lot. We've got, I've got a lot of teams for the backup, so I'll tell you them in a second. Yeah. But the main teams, of course, we're going to have Tomasi and Gleason uh, do a 15-page story, and we're going to have Dan Jurgens uh, draw and write his own story for Action 1000. So that's a, that's a thing. Um, so, um, yeah, so in terms of the backups, now we already have Ben disrumored, although that's not 100% confirmed, but they're saying there's going to be more announced later, so it's still completely in the realm of, yeah, they're going to maybe announce it on its own, because it's a big deal that Bendis is doing one. Yeah. But the teams have announced doing backups so far are Richard Donner with Jeff Johns and Oliver uh, Koypel, uh, Paul oh, Denny, pa- Paul Denny with uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, also big. Tom King with Clay Mann and Jordi Belair. Big. I like that uh, Jordi Belair is probably like the, one of the only colorists big enough to get a credit on that mm. list. Uh, Brad Meltzer with John Cassidy and Laura Martin. Uh, I'm going to have to buy two of these. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Louise Simonson with Jerry Ordway. Then we have Scott Snyder with Tim Sale. And then the last one they've got listed here is Marv Wolfman, who is doing a story based on an unpublished, uh, on unpublished art, sorry, by the late Kurt Spawn. So oh. that is a hell of a list of names. There's so much stuff. That, that first one, Johns and Donner with Coipel. Yep. Like, yeah. That's right. There is worth the eight dollars. So, uh, I'm interested to see Sale with Snyder. I think that's going to yeah. be a really interesting pairing. That will be interesting, and obviously. The only real Superman we have from Snyder so far was Unchained, which yeah. um, I gave up after a couple issues. So I'm, I'm curious to see what he does with. Cause, I, I liked because I like the idea of Unchained, but the execution yeah. wasn't there. I mean, yeah. I, I think because obviously we're, we're splitting fifty pages amongst all these, plus probably a few more, probably the Bendis one and then that unpublished uh, old story that they, they were rumored to have. Yeah. Uh, like you know, so I'm seeing what five to ten pages max each for these. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Yeah, that's, that's seven story, seven teams already that we just listed. So yeah, uh, amongst fifty plus at least one or two more, I imagine. So mm-hmm. so let's, let's call it let's call it ten. So yeah, we're talking five pages per story on average. I guarantee, like at least one will just be a single page. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, Meltzer Meltzer came back and did a Detective Comics story for Detective Twenty Seven. Where it was just basically mm, a yeah. retelling of the first issue, which was pretty cool. So I'm yeah. wondering if that's if, if that's what he's going to do here as a retelling yeah, action maybe. one. Um, but when we get to the Detective 1000, he can't do that same thing again. He's got to come up with something else. No. <laughs> yeah. The, the well, I mean, hmm. to be fair though, that I mean, it made sense for Detective 27 because that's such a nice. Oh sure, yeah. You yeah. know. Uh, that's it. Detective really... 1000. Is that going to be next year or the year after? Next year. Oh, the year. About yeah, a year. Be, just over a year, double. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah. I, I think I think as as actions hitting one thousand, detectives hitting what action was at when we started rebirth, or just after when we started rebirth. So it should just be over a okay, year. Cool. Uh, but yeah, go. So that's some exciting stuff for action one thousand. So that comes out uh, on week three, eighteenth of April, uh, in April. Uh, so it's only one issue that month, but no, no shit, eighteenth of April in April. 
<laughs> Shut up! Look, I forgot I said April. All right, give, give me a piece. Get a little cretin. Oh man! Hey guys, you want to know what the only thing Oliver Coypel's worked on at DC up till now? What? Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> Guess who yeah. Jeff Johns loves? Yeah, no. I yeah, can see yeah, Legion yeah, of Superheroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Now there was a cut there because I mean there's a cut typically every half hour because it's just our, our recording software kind of you know freaks out a little bit if we go too long so we always have a little like cut and it gives us a chance to go get a drink go to the bathroom you know, just have a little break so you know uh, nothing huge or if it's a, you know whatever um, right however sometimes there'll be a little bit of conversation between the cuts just if we're discussing something and we've discovered something kind of magical uh, in the in between cut time there so. What we've discovered is that Action Comics 1000 actually hits the same week that we hit episode 100 of this show. Which is insane. We could not have planned for that. So remember they pushed back Action. I know. (laughs) That makes it even more amazing. And I feel they know that we have DC Comics Podcast. They did this for us. (laughs) Oh, sure, yeah. Well, what the magical thing as well is that it also means the reason why they pushed it back also means that our episode 100 falls on the 80th anniversary of Action Comics number one of Superman. It's that week. Perfect. How could we we have even planned for that? Um, So we also made made a little decision. We're actually, that week, uh, we're going to obviously have our big episode 100 blowout and we're going to do something extra for 100, which would make that episode really goddamn long, probably. So... To account for that, what we're actually going to do that week is that Action Comics 1000 will get its own episode uh, midweek, which is not numbered. It'll be like a special thing in between. Yeah, we can't throw off the numbering and screw up 100. Oh, obviously. Right, of yeah. course not. Um, but So that'll be its own thing, which we'll actually try and get to earlier in the week. We'll do that on its own, maybe like a day or two after Wednesday, some, something in there. And then we'll have a regular episode, which will have the regular books plus our episode 100 uh, kind of special stuff at the end, which we're, we're still deciding. I, I won't announce that yet, but uh, so that's the plans for uh, week three of April when this all goes down, unless Connor's math is off and this is all wrong. I, I just double checked. I mean, I, why did no one else check? <laughs> all right, fine. I'll, I'll check live on air. Right, I'm going to count it up. This is episode eighty-seven. It's possible that it was wrong. Right, is a eighty-eight and then eighty-nine, ninety, ninety-one, ninety-two, ninety-three, ninety-four, ninety-five, ninety-six, ninety-seven, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Holy shit! Now as episode one hundred is right. It's the same week as Action Comics one thousand, which is also yeah. the eightieth anniversary of Action Comics and we, the, the we, birth we, of Superman. We've nailed it, guys. We can, we can stop there. We're never topping that. Either Brainiac's that play or Mixy Piddle's that play. Either way, there's I know. So, shenanigans are afoot. Uh, do you know what? I almost want them to put Detective to single shipping so that episode 1000 of that falls on our 200th episode. Oh, no. But <laughs> what if we can hit it for 150? That's possible. It would be around there. It would be around that point, yeah. yeah. What, what if? <laughs> oh, that's insane. I can't believe we just figured that out. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, look forward to April. Thank you. Honestly, I, I I cut that part thinking, okay, but I come back in, it'll be, okay, here's the first book we're going to talk about. And then we went yeah. down that rabbit hole. So without further ado, <laughs> let's uh, get into this week's books. And we're actually starting with a new book, the first of the new age of DC heroes. Uh, I debated whether or not to put this at the top, as you know, but I thought, no, this is still mainline, and I'll do this for all of them. We'll make them all feel special and give them all the, the headlining uh, moment. Uh, that said, if it falls in the same because of Doomsday Clock, it'll be the second book, because Doomsday <laughs> Clock. Um, Doomsday Clock takes precedence. 
But uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about Damage Number One, which is uh, written by Robert Vendetti and art by Tony S. Daniel. Uh, this is the first of this this line that's coming, which is fairly spread out. We're getting one in week five, and there's a couple in next month, but they're, they're kind of two a month, give or take, for the next little while, uh, in terms yeah. of starting. Uh, so this is basically DC's answer to Hulk. Uh, the only difference being is that the when the guy hulks out, there's a kind of other time limit, and then he comes back to normal. It's not just he calms down eventually, <laughs> kind of thing. It's yeah, not anger. It's kind of kind of Hour Man esque. Yeah. In there, like so, I'm wondering yeah, if that's going to come. I remember play. saying that when they announced it. Yeah, Hour Man right. meets meets Hulk is kind of the the, the yeah. premise. So, I, I went into this going that'd be cool because DC does never really had a Hulk, and then I read this and it was kind of like, yeah. DC, DC doesn't, doesn't need really a need a Hulk. <laughs> it doesn't. No, it doesn't need a Hulk. I, I, I will happily concede to that. Um, yeah, my opinion on this first issue is kind of like. Remember, before, like two weeks ago or whatever, when we got the previews, I said, "Oh, the art's really good in that." I'm actually kind of looking forward to checking that out, and I did really like the art. I thought the action looked really good yeah. throughout. I, I like that stuff. Um, the story was rough. No, no. Well, I wouldn't say rough, it's rough. It's non-existent. Yeah, that's what I would say. It's just kind of not there well, yet. By rough, I'm talking about like some of the dialogue between Damage and the the other soldier who I can't remember because he's just like Captain Exposition. Uh, he's he's yeah. the one who I, he's the one who wants to be Damage. He's pissed that he wasn't picked for the the, the, the yeah. procedure. Yeah. yeah, and then on top of that, you've got Ethan, which is the guy who's turned into Damage right. as a separate entity, still Pop. talking to Damage. Which I don't yeah. necessarily hate that idea because that is different no. from Hulk. That that would make it kind of unique as yeah. if he's still in there, kind of like Firestorm, where you're still in there talking to yeah. him. Kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Like that, 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 there's potential there. I, I think the choice was made here, though. To no, no, no. You have to show them it's all the action, the big action, the the city destroying, and the big Hulk-like character. And they focus so much yeah. on that that the entire issue is just that. And then there's just little tidbits of what's actually the plot that we'll be doing. Yeah, like yeah. this this thing that they've, they've obviously they've done this experiment to turn him into damage. He lasts for an hour. But it sounds like he doesn't control when it starts either, because they're like, oh, yeah, it's 12 hours till the next time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Everything's a ticking time bomb. Well, if that was the case, if they knew it was coming, why were they transporting him by plane? Right? That seems like Um, the worst idea possible. That's a good question. I feel like... Maybe they know it's 12 hours now, but they didn't know when it'd start or something. I don't know. Maybe we'll get more of that in the next issue. I can't really defend it that much to say there's maybe more that we don't know about now. No. I mean, made for some cool visuals, him falling out of the plane. Oh, yeah, it looks, it looks great. Yeah, but also, I'm not, I'm not big on the design. I never really looked too much at the design of, hmm. of Damage. and uh, The face looks weird to me, just because it's, it's very skull-like. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't have a problem with the look. The, the look's the one thing I really like about the book. Everything looked good. That, that, mm-hmm. That'd be my kind of positive. I, I, I think I agree with Matt that I'm not big on the design itself yeah. of damage, but it's rendered well. It's it's everything looks good in in the way it's drawn. Yeah, and uh, you have your big cliffhanger, which is the Amanda Waller and Task Force Eleven. I forgot we're on Eleven now. Uh, I forgot that was introduced at the end. Of, uh, Are they? Yeah, she says that at the end. Oh, I missed that part. Oh. She has Task Force Eleven. Yeah, I was, I was say I was really taking in the art by that point. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i'll be honest at that point you're kind of just skimming the words yeah what makes yeah. it worse though is that the, the, when it says task force 11 it's in big like red text it's like you know it's that one thing where it accents the whole thing it's actually yeah. harder to read in my opinion because it's, it's kind of the yellow with the red outline but it stands ah, out less excuses the, excuses the black and white. no no because i read it i saw it i'm just saying yeah. it stands out less when you look at it to me well it's that i mean even if it's harder to read it stands out more so you you, you at least look at it and 
you know, you're yeah. like, okay, I have to decipher this because it's clearly important because they made it big and red. <laughs> you know, yeah. like so. Does does that? I, um, yeah. It, it's it's kind of this thing where it. it do you know, sometimes we talk in TV shows, we talk about how it should have been a double pilot because it didn't really. Yeah. 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 I feel like this is the sort of thing where it should have been a double issue to get get all the plot in. If they were going to keep all this stuff in it, that is. Yeah, I I think it's just poorly structured in in mm. general. Like they they knew it wasn't a double issue. They knew it was just this. Exactly. No, and that's, they that's chose fair. To do that anyway. That's completely uh, guys, fair. Guys, it doesn't say Task Force X. Or Task Force Eleven. What does it say? It's Task Force XL. Is that an L? I thought it was I a full stop. It was an L. It's a full stop, you know? Because look at the yeah, look at the way that they they break up all the other letters. <laughs> I didn't think I needed this open. I, I, I thought um, it was a it was a full stop as well, not an L. But yeah. now that you're saying, looking at the way they split through the X. Yeah. Okay, it could be an XL. I mean, I'm getting there. It doesn't matter. I didn't realize it still until just now, until I went back to look. Um, but either way, um, it doesn't make doesn't really want to make me read the next issue. Uh, I'm I'm still. I think I'm still on Task Force. I'm I'm Team Task Force Eleven. Full stop. <laughs> but I, I can't fault you too much for it. But I'm still on I like that. Task Force XL because they have Grundy and Giganta. I assume that's Giganta. I assume uh, so, yeah. The big, big legs at the back. Yeah. I, I kind of like that. I like that you can't see it. You just see the, you just see up to yeah. the knees. Yeah, and, uh, and Parasite. Yeah. Who's? Do we know who the guy in the red hood is? Actually, I'm not sure who that is. Carl, yeah. do you get any idea who that uh, is? Have a look. Um, no, I'm not familiar. Yeah. Maybe if it was me in Suicide Squad, we'd have a have an inkling. <laughs> but yeah, there, yeah. there you go. Or maybe not. Or maybe not, yeah, as the case may be. Um, yeah, I think I was worried about the writing getting in because it's Vendetti and I'm, I've not been into Vendetti. And mm-hmm. I'm willing to read issue two. I want to read issue two and see what they're actually doing with the plot. And I'll make my call after issue two if I'm if I'm dumping it. Uh, the upside we have right now with these is that there's not another uh, one of these out in week two next month, so I can just yeah. I give it a try. And if I don't like issue two, I'll I'll, I'll bail out then. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna see. I'm gonna get give it a little bit of benefit of the doubt, and I'm gonna read issue two. That's my stance. I get that. I'm I'm probably not not because it's it's inherently bad, but I've got quite a lot of other books on week two. And uh, you know, I've only got so much time to read them. And oh, week three, going, sorry. I meant week. I meant week three. Yeah. I, clearly, I've just gone along with whatever week we're on. Yeah, week three. And yeah. I've got quite a lot of other books this week of the month. It was, it was so actually it was you like, saying that that made me realise it wasn't week because week two is actually quieter for you. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, wait, this isn't week it two. Is, yeah, I just followed law. I was like, oh, I guess uh, this is week two then. Uh, week three. Week but, three. Yeah, yeah. I'll put this under my my Green Lantern core. If I have time, I'll get to it. If ah, not, okay. I yeah. mean, it's cool. But that's that's. that's I mean, yeah. A little disappointing. I was really big on this one going in, uh, but it was still number four on my list of the ones I was excited for. Yeah, I so. actually I, I went through it because I was curious because I wasn't really sure which mm-hmm. ones I was more excited for outside of the obvious one being terrific. I was like, so I went through them and actually yeah. I ranked them on Twitter based on excitement. Yeah. And th- this was kind of middle of the pack. It wasn't like high. It wasn't yeah. low. Um, so I, I don't know if I, I'd, I'm saying I'm disappointed necessarily, but I'm. Yeah, not, no, not I think it's confused. kind of exactly what I expected. It's it's yeah. an art showcase, and that's about it. Um, yeah. I will say the sideways previews at the end of the issues this week. I'm, I'm again not reading the bubbles or anything, just looking at the art. I'm I'm, I'm digging the idea. Yeah, and I read a, an interview. I I found it on Reddit. I couldn't remember who who's doing the sideways. Is that? It's um, Morrison's helping out, right? 
Is this the one Morrison's talking yeah. about? Yeah. Uh, with uh, Didio and Justin Jordan. I okay, think. Okay, maybe, so maybe I'm, they're I'm talking not... to Justin Jordan. Or maybe it's just Justin uh, Jordan. Justin Jordan and Didio on the right, and then uh, Rockefeller on art. Uh, Rockefeller, yeah. I remember that. Well, they're talking to either Justin Jordan or Rockefeller, and they were talking about how which it's... one? Which one's Morrison helping on then? Isn't he doing the metal one shot? No, he's helping one of these as well. Well, there's that. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, he's got yeah. one of these two. I Anyways, haven't, I, I haven't seen his name pop up on these previews yet. That's because he added later. He added later. He's coming in to help. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was the one Didio was writing, but I guess not. If, if, if it's, if... I don't know. I'm just looking at the preview page here where it's telling right. me who's involved. Yeah. Anyways, oh, Matt, Mike. Oh, Matt, it was one of the creators Mike. was talking, Matt. and they were saying, Mike. Matt, "We'll see." What? <laughs> Mike. The mic. Oh. Does he just ignore us for like? <laughs> I'm steamrolled again. Damn it! <laughs> uh, but basically, we'll see sideways get their powers uh, through metal. Like something happens mm. through metal that ends up with people getting powers. Well, that, that's the thing. You know how like. We've got the the new corner art boxes. Most yeah. of them have the, the the rebirth little logo underneath. Still, mm. like to say that it's part of that line. These ones do say Dark Knight's Metal as the tag under the under the issue number. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Um, no, no, I'm 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 looking forward to Sideways. Uh, relatively speaking, uh, I, I like the idea of DC having a Spider Man more than having a Hulk. I guess yeah. when, uh, that's the first thing. Because you know, I mean, they kind of they have Blue Beetle. Bibble Beetle's not been so hot, you know, we, we all kind of dropped that. Uh, but I do like the idea of them having, like, a high schooler who's a, you know, a main major character who I can get invested in. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful. Uh, but damage, uh, so-so, I guess, would be the, the overall thoughts after the first issue. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check out issue two, and I'll see how I'm feeling uh, after that one. But that is that. Is that. Uh, so that'll take us on to Super Sons, number 12. Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason writing Tyler Kirkham on art. Uh, this is the conclusion to the Super Sons of Tomorrow. It is largely an epilogue issue. The, the crisis yep. itself was kind of dealt with at the end of the last issue with future Tim Drake, uh, or Saviour, as he was going by, uh, kind of sacrificing himself, who is now stranded in the timeline. Uh, and everyone gets a glimpse of it, actually, because uh, they mention that they all get to see it. And we actually see this. It's like a clink. Again, it's a double-page spread. It's a lot of the same things we saw in the last time when we saw it with all the, the you know, crisis yeah. and yeah. various things. A L- little bit clearer, though, aren't they? Mm-hmm. A bit clearer, but it's all the same. I mean, I didn't notice anything new. They all seem to be things we mentioned last time. Yeah. No, so. but I, definitely the, the brightest day, the, the revival of those heroes was there. Um, that was more clear. I'm trying to think some of the other stuff. Yeah. No, everything was the same. I mean, obviously it was a dull page spread, so everything was a bit more easily noticed. But is uh, is that John watching the Legion in the top right? That was from the Oz effect. That was in the issue where oh, yeah. okay. Oz told him, and we thought it was the Legion, but apparently it was this this place where That's everybody right. planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't, I remember it. Because I I thought the same thing you did, Connor. And I was like, oh, crap, is this a peak of stuff? And then I was like, oh, something, no, that was... Come, yeah. but no, that's how no, issue right. part two... I'm, uh, al- I'm almost surprised that there wasn't like something in here we didn't recognise that was like a sneak peek of yeah. oh, something planned. Because, you know, it's the time stream. It could, could be something for yeah. the future. Why not? But I almost feel like this is to me, uh, to me, <laughs> Tomasi and Gleason putting kind of a backdoor pilot for this Tim Drake character for Savior. I mean, they gave uh, him a name, you know... Uh, in a new a new point of view, he's he's not exactly a bad guy at the end of this. You know, he sacrificed himself to to save everybody. So I'm wondering if we're gonna get some time shenanigans. I don't know if guy. I want a savior continuation though. I'm kind I'm kind of happy with him being left here. 
I'm okay with it. I think it could be fun. Yeah? Like a mini? Or, you know, like, I'm, I'm Yeah, down. I don't think I need an ongoing. No. A, a mini sounds fun. Oh, fair enough. I, I just, like, I think it worked well enough for this story. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the name or the outfit. So. I, I think that's why I'm inclined to think there is plans for him, mm. because why give him a new name and a new outfit for just this? Uh, that's, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Um, nah, so we'll see. Maybe. Uh, so the the Titans of tomorrow they kind of quickly vamoosh. They're like, ah, oh, we shouldn't. You shouldn't know too much about your own future. Bye bye. They kind of drove me nuts because I was kind of like, oh, they're here. What well, how's this going to impact? And then they do the whole timey wimey. Oh, mm. you can't know too much. We have to go. And uh, uh, Kid Flash gets a selfie, and that. Raven's not particularly pleased with his uh, with his. Uh, how's he respond? Levity which, of the situation, I guess. Yeah. So she destroys his phone, and Wally's just like, you know, like I can just pull that from the cloud. It's not gone forever. I like how he's, he's just like, you know, I'm I'm good. He's not annoyed yeah. that his phone's destroyed. No. Yeah, so it's cool. I, I'll I'll get another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, they end up. So Clark first takes Damien and John aside and tries to like, uh, be like, I don't know if you two should be hanging around each other because. Like, apparently, Damien, you're going to lead to my son blowing up and killing a lot of people. Maybe we should uh, not do this. And John, quite rightly, convinces him, no, we need to make our own choices and we're going to be the f- their future. And it's actually quite touching when Damien's like, no, I'll be there to protect him. I promise you, I'll protect John. And John's like, no, and I'll protect him too. You know, it, it, really, it almost feels like they're really... Like, they've been fun hanging around each other up until now, but this kind yeah. of feels like, no, 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 they're actually forming the childhood version of the Batman-Superman relationship. The world's finest, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Uh, the what's the funny way of saying that? The the world's youngest, no? Yeah. World's tiniest. World's tiniest, or the I don't world's know. funnest. The, 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 <laughs> I don't know. Uh, kids finest. I, I don't know. Pick, pick your your wacky it d- puns. It doesn't really work that well, does it? It doesn't. Uh, but you know what I was going for. You know what I was shooting for. Uh, I know. So so that's all thing. And basically, the Titans what you have a meeting, and the tower's a bit you know out of commission because John blew it up. Uh, as you do. Yeah. So Superman's like, oh, hey, you can use the the, the, the satellite. So he, he beams them all up to the the watchtower. Mm-hmm. And I do, I do kind of like that, you know, Robin goes straight for the Batman. She's like, as in mine, yeah. Fla- you know, Kid Flash yeah. takes Flash's chair. And there's obviously a few of them who are like, ah, Raven's like, I guess I'll take Cyborgs. <laughs> well, I like well, well, that no, because... We know they have that connection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's true. Okay, okay, that one makes sense. Alright. And, and Beast, Beast Boy taking the, the Green Lantern oh, one amused me as well, because he's yeah. green, obviously. Oh yeah, obviously also... is, some of them have a more actual connection, whereas the green one is just kind of a, almost a, a joke. It's like, oh, yeah, the, yeah, I'll take the green one. And I like Corey going to Wonder Woman's fake. That's yeah, cool. she's kind of that role. Yeah, that, that, that thematically makes a lot of sense, yeah. Pete, uh, that's, the, that's the lower uh, left corner, in case you didn't recognise it. He's, he's, Thanks, he's going based solely on the fact that the Wonder Woman logo was on the chair. He goes, he, yeah. in his head, he's gone, right, hey, that was Starfire. I took that one. Yeah. Very good. That's very good. Uh, so we have all of this, and um, basically Damien's like, and again, Damien, who was dead set against John being on the Teen Titans, is like, hey, I vote that we nominate John as a half member until he's 13, in which he'll become a full member. And, you know, Batman kind of shows like, oh, give me a field report. So, what are you doing? You're voting? No, just vote. I don't care that you're still in the room. Just vote. Get it over what we're done with. Tell, tell me to get things done. Get out of my chair. Yeah. <laughs> and no one raises their hand but Damien. And they obviously try to make him feel better. Like, hey, 
John. Like, it's not about you, it's about us. Clearly, we have some issues to deal with and whatnot. And I'm like, I don't know, I feel like, like, Aqualad's been on the team for like a, a month. <laughs> Like, yeah. like this feels weird to say Flash just left and came back yeah, yeah. It, just, it feels a bit weird in that sense but they're all saying no look we'll wait just now because you'll be a good member but we, we have to sort our own stuff out and honestly the highlight of the book and maybe the entire arc for me might be this conversation with Damien and John at the end mm-hmm. that's maybe my highlight which is Damien saying hey sorry about the, 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 the vote it's like it's okay uh, and that's what partners are for. And John says, "You mean friends, right?" He's like, "Oh, you just have to go ruin it." But sure, um, and it's just—it's actually the most touching. I think the arc has been, and arguably their relationship's been. I mean, it's been—it's been great since it started. But but a big fan of their their, their pairing since day yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think for me, this is where a lot of the the, the meat of the the, the arc for me. because I, I think up until now I was enjoying the arc, and there was a lot of it was, it was a fun blockbuster. Not you know, don't think about it too much. Just have some fun with yeah. the characters all bouncing off each other. The fun fight with Batman and Superman, with you know, future Tim was fun, and then uh, whatnot. But the resolution was just kind of quick and whatever, and it was fine. Uh, but for me, this is where the the real value of this this arc came from was was their bonding and. Damien want to protect John. That's kind of what I've I've kind of yeah. loved about this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I like the art uh, too. It yeah, was, me too. Uh, Tyler Kirkham. Yeah, I think yeah. this is the most solid I've seen Kirkham. Like I like the way he draws both Superman and Batman. So they just they feel like they have weight to them, and in a in a book like this where they're meant to be looked up to, hmm. like I think that's super important. I, th- I think it's a talent when you can frame it looking down on Superman and still yeah. have him fill the frame and look yeah. big and, and like you should be looking up to him instead. Because mm-hmm. you obviously the the easy way to do that is just frame it looking up, but, him, well, and that's big. the, the go to yeah. trick. You but, do a low angle, and but yeah. no, here it's still yeah, yeah. yeah. Pers- perspective matters, uh, basically. Um, but no, I, I thought the the arc overall was a, a good fun time. I, I think it succeeds much better than obviously Lazarus' contract, which was very murky. Yeah. I, um, what was the other one we had? I'm sure there was another crossover with. Uh... Those are the only Teen Titans crossovers. I think I'm thinking of Reborn. I think that's the other one I'm thinking yeah. of. I might like this more than Reborn, actually, if I think about it. Uh, I like the stakes in, in Reborn a little bit more. The, the sta- yeah, the st- this is a more complete story of yeah. what it's doing. Because Reborn yeah. was always never about the story. It was no. just, okay, this is the end point that we yeah. want to hit. Whereas yeah. this felt like it had a story. The stakes mm-hmm. were bigger in Reborn. And I like the stakes, don't get me wrong. But the like ultimately it became just a big giant kind of explaining what happened and then how it fixes it at the end. Whereas this felt yeah. like there was more of a... Uh, a new character sort of bond that's formed out of it, so it felt more like it had like a, a purpose, I guess. Yeah. You know, in terms of characters, obviously there was purpose to reborn. It, it fixed a lot of things and whatnot. Oh, yeah, but, but, but yeah, that, that's I mean, the thing. it felt like it was there just to establish and fix things yeah. rather than actually being a story in itself. Whereas this feels like a story first. And it, yeah, it's, it's pushed the characters forward and developed them. Whereas reborn, well, I liked it. It was kind of okay. We have to like tie off all these loose ends up and you yeah. know yep. take care of it. So. Who's the other Clark Kent? Why is this? Why is yeah. that? Where have they been? Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, I like I like both of them. One, one of them got rid of Connor Kent. The other one's like, you know, he's right here in a different universe. That's a good point. So, no, actually, Reborn's yeah. fantastic. Get rid of Connor Kent. <laughs> uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they didn't get rid of him. It just established yeah. that he wasn't there. He he hasn't been there. So there's some strange things afoot still. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and here, I mean, from the time of Lonely Place of Living, where he was like, tell Connor and. Tim's like, who? Yeah. Like, 
you know, see, see when like if Cora does show up properly in like the main timeline, I, I'm going to just assume it's like the that recent Avengers issue with that that Vector chick showing up. But it's like no, nah, she's yeah. just been retconned in. Like, she was never never here, never here. Yeah, this is baloney. I like how you were really coy about that at the start of the episode and referencing referencing other things to say, oh, that's what it's doing. And then here's like, screw it. It's just that's what happens. <laughs> Well, that was the first issue. It was a week old now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I thought it was fun. I mean, you get to see Bart, you know, do his stuff too and how he's different than Wally. I mean, they both kind of filmed the same space, like with the selfie. That's something Bart would have done. Mm. Yeah, and, definitely. You know, and, and whatnot. So it just felt good to read. Uh, I, I'd, so. say, I'd say regular Walt Wallywood as well, but Wa- Wally was a kid before the selfie existed. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. As we know oh, with man. smartphones, I, someone's going to be an ass- asshole and be like, "Hey, in 1912, was a someone taking a photo of themselves." Yeah, I get, I get the concept of a well, selfie has always cameras existed. Cameras and mirrors have always existed together. We get that, but it's not the same as a selfie. Like, come on, yeah, people. But no, I, just, I mean, the art and the story both were a real big fan of. That, that, yeah, that the, double page. I think the art. All the f- there, go ahead. I was going to say, I think the art typically has been quite consistently good throughout the whole thing. I feel like there was. Yeah. I think there was one issue where uh, John had that ET neck. That whatever one yeah. that was, that was a r- rougher issue. But typically, it's been fairly solid. Yeah, yeah, it's not been bad. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. It wasn't like the, the 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 biggest thing ever, but it was a fun little crossover. No, I almost wish this wasn't part five and it was just epilogue. You know, like because because it just it wraps everything else up. There's no there's no real. Well, that, that's the thing in in the the solicit is referred to just as yeah. epilogue, whereas oh, obviously really? on the cover it does say, uh, okay. yeah. Well, yeah. Makes... But uh, yeah. in here it, it calls it the, the finale of, of obviously the, the art. Yeah, so. I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of both. I mean, it's just really semantics at, at which point when... Well, yeah, uh, but yeah. I just I went in thinking like there's more yeah. to it. And it just wrapped everything yeah. up. And that and that's fine. Uh, the whole with Bruce when he wakes up battered. I actually... And Alfred's like, oh, it was just a dream. Like, oh, that's kind of funny. So that was fine. I do actually. I, I think it will actually read better in trade almost because I think it does yeah. suffer a little bit when issue four is all action and it felt kind of just big and dumb because of it, and then issue five is all the emotional wrap up. Yep. And that's really good. I, th- I think when you read it as a whole and they just follow on from one another, it'll just read better. Yeah, as a story, it's yeah. really strong. But as individual issues, it maybe suffers from that. But that's yeah. a, you know a common problem in comics. Yeah, it's just something you have to deal with from time to time. Uh, but hey, uh, so that's episode twelve. Pretty good. So that'll take us on to Batman number 39, Tom King writing, Joel Jones back on art. This is the next kind of pair of Super Friends issues. This is the Wonder Woman uh, issue. And this one uh, is an interesting one coming into uh, the discussion because the reaction to this issue on the internet has been a bit more uh, diverse and heated than uh, recent issues of Batman. Yeah. Uh, it's reminding me of earlier uh, Tom King issues in which everyone was kind of unconvinced. Um, th- I think this time it's a little bit different because now we, like, okay, even if we don't like this issue, I feel like, I feel like we're all confident that it doesn't necessarily mean that the run's going yeah. downhill. No. no this, yeah. We always knew this was meant to be two issues, so we just mm. have to kind of get through it. We can get back to whatever. Yeah. You know? Uh, people have, so the, the plot of this issue, which some people have pointed out is very similar to an action comics issue. I can't remember the number off the top of my head. Uh, 700-something. And uh, Tom King even admitted, like, he'd never read that issue, but when someone told him that and he went and read it, he, he came back on Twitter and said, uh, oh, shit, it is really similar. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. 
Well, I mean, hell, when you're hitting a thousand issues of action, and that's not even including Superman issues, if you're hitting a thousand action, you're bound to stumble onto a similar idea once in a while. Uh, But, uh, so basically the plot is that Batman and Wonder Woman made this pact uh, once with this guy, this defender uh, of of the realm. The gentleman. The gentleman. Uh, He's on the edge of the universe fighting back the horde of monsters and whatnot. And they basically told him that, you know, if he ever needs a day off, they'll come and replace him for a day. And he's made the call. Uh, I actually, I really like the opening of the issue with uh, Wonder Woman. Like, you know, Gordon's all pissed, someone's turned on the signal, uh, and he, he comes up. touched the light? Oh, yeah. I'm the only one supposed to... Oh, her. Yeah, hey, Wonder like, Woman. That was real cool. Um, I like that. It looked really good as well in the art. It was a really nice page. Uh, yeah. um, I do love the the reflection of Wonder Woman on mm-hmm. the bat signal. On the floor and all the rain. Looks great. Yeah, this. I don't think we can fault the art, really. The art is, like, if you're, if you're going to criticise this issue, I don't think the art's the thing you're going to be criticising. Definitely um, not. So, yeah, so she's like, oh yeah, so we got the call, we're going to go in, and Batman kind of explains it to uh, Catwoman, uh, why he's going, what's going on, and Catwoman's kind of left to chaperone this guy when he comes back out for the day, uh, which, you know, leads to Batburger, which is fun. Uh, some meta-commentary there that I, I think Matt probably hated, uh, where he's like, hey, Batman's really popular. It's like, Batman's popular yeah. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not true. I, I mean, it's not true. It's not false. It's yeah. true. Like, but whatever. I'm not going to fight, you know, actual truth. And to be fair, she's kind of his biggest fan, so she's going to stick up for him. Of course, him. she's going to put him over. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's going on, and we see, you know, Batman and Wonder Woman are fighting these monsters and whatnot, and, you know, the, the battle's going on, they're getting tired and whatnot, and it kind of builds up to, like, a little twist. Uh, it, I mean, you can kind of see it coming because you kind of see you kind of see in the Batman and Wonder Woman stuff that time seems to be passing quite a bit. It's like because yeah, he's shaving yeah. at one point, and it's like okay, but <laughs> this has been a day. What's going on? Um, yeah. And I'm actually going to compare it to the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer here a little bit because twice, twice in one you, you know what? The only reason he's doing this is because he's going back and rewatching some and it's fresh in his brain. No, it's not. He does this every every week on TV. Yeah, any okay. any excuse. But to be fair, no, this is actually a thing that's in Buffy and Angel is the idea that the hell dimensions have like time moves differently. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, that's the most fantasy. Common, yeah, it's a pretty involves. common thing. I don't care about anything else. I care about it from Buffy and Angel. So, the, the so that's the whole idea that time's moving differently. So they are not actually like aging in this place, but by the time like by the time Catwoman finds this out, because because she's like, oh, you've they said you've been fighting there for thousands of years, and he's only been gone a year in real time. Uh, it's like, wait a minute, they've been gone for hours. It's like, yeah, and so then it cuts to them in the, the the fighting realm, and they're like, yeah, it's been like ten years already, and they're like, they've been there alone for ten years. Um. So far, I don't have much of a problem with anything, right? Every, the stuff I've got a problem with in this issue, um, I, I think there's an argument to be made. I know people aren't really fussed with Wonder Woman's voice in this, and we'll, we'll talk about that as a separate, I, I hate it. as a separate thing. That didn't, that didn't bother me. It didn't was... bother me that much. I think there's one or two things that uh, felt a bit stiff, uh, mainly when they were fighting. Uh, I actually kind of liked the whole. I thought I thought it'd be fun to use the signal. I liked that a little bit, yeah. actually. I thought that was a well, charming. Well, I, just... I thought that was okay, and then it was the next section where I was like, okay, this seems weird now. She um, just, you could tell that he had Gal Gadot in, in mind when mm-hmm. he was writing it, because it sounds very much like her delivery from the movie. I can see that, actually. Yeah. And, and that's that. fine. Like I was almost reading it kind of with an accent, kind of. So that's here, the way she speaks. Here, here's, here's my thing with the, the Wonder Woman dialogue. Um, I agree it does sound different, but to me... For the most part, it kind of still worked because it's kind of how in the same way that Tom King's dialogue for Batman and Catwoman is different from most people. So even when he had Superman and Lois, it was different from most people. It kind of felt like Tom King's version of 
What is yeah. admittedly maybe it just doesn't work for Wonder Woman the same way it's done for all these other characters. I think that's a fair point to make. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of felt like that to me because because some people at the start of the Batman run hated how his Batman spoke, and I, I was always kind of into it because I kind of liked his stilted kind of. I mean, Cat and Bat still drives me nuts. But... I, I think <laughs> it doesn't work for Wonder Woman because she's a diplomat. She's you know she's supposed to, her whole thing. She, we had that whole thing with languages to in her in her own book in in the Rucker run, and. The way she's so stilted just doesn't work for me with Wonder Woman. It goes against the the way her character should be for me. Um, see, to me, it's kind of like it's fitting the style of the book she's in right now, rather than how she's normally written. And for me, that's not a huge problem. That doesn't actually bug me. If anything, it fits tonally more. That wasn't that. I have some problems with the issue, but that's not one of them. Uh, see, to me, that is a problem. You know, you're saying, oh, it's adapting to this tone. I think the the strength of having the other characters is that they, they should bring their thing into the book rather than change them to suit this. I, I think it's case by case. I, I, I think it's because... I, I think... I'm not just going back to this because of Buffy, but just think, think of Josh Whedon's stuff, right? And think of how his characters sound, right? I feel like if you put, like... And that's actually works really well because he did a, he did Avengers, right? And you can, there's, there's lines of dialogue in that. It's like, oh, that's a Josh Whedon line, right? And you can sort of hear it coming out of all these different characters. I wouldn't want him to avoid using the way he writes characters because he's brought in a character from something else. I think that's different though, because this is this is okay. You've got an established tone and character already. You've got a voice for Diana already, consistent across all the other books. Uh, and then bring her into this, and she sounds different. It then feels like it's wrong. I was. Yeah, I just spent time while you guys are arguing, rereading her dialogue. Yeah. And knowing that this argument's going on, I still it doesn't bother me. It's fine. No, it fits me, the story, like uh, Pete's saying. Don't get me wrong. There is a couple of moments in the fight. It's, it's when she's talking about, when she's like, "Oh, you're not there with her. You're here with me." That stuff felt a bit yeah. more awkward to me when we got to that yeah. section of the book. Uh, up until then, though, I was fine with it. And oh, by the way, I really loved uh, Catwoman making fun of Batman's armor outfit. Yeah, uh, you look was, ridiculous. That was glorious. No, I like that. Yeah. Uh, also, the part where he's like, um, uh, "Oh, no, Superman wouldn't be good for this because powers don't matter in this realm, and fighting prowess is more important." And she's like, "I'm telling Clark you said that." First of all, just the idea of hearing Catwoman say, "I'm telling Clark you yeah. said that." Is That's kind of it. Amazing. I like the way that I think. I'm not in front of me to check, but I'm pretty sure the, the Clark was bolded. Yeah. Just just to, to show off, it's like, oh, All yeah, I know is if I ever get to Superman, I'm putting Clark in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's, 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 he's learning it. Yeah. It's, it's a nice it. uh, callback to the fact that she just bonded with Clark and Lois. It's a nice little yeah. uh, tie back to that. Uh, um, and then he's like, please don't tell Clark, Clark I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah, I was getting the the, the relationship stuff, stuff with Cat, uh, Catwoman and Batman. I, I dig. My problem with the issue is mainly the bullshit cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That that's my real issue with the the, the book. I, uh, I like the spirit of what it's saying. It's like a thought experiment. Like you're in a place where time means nothing. You've spent so many years there already. You know. Yeah, you're engaged. But overall, this this you know because time is meaningless. Does that make this meaningless? I, I think. And, well, they don't. I don't think they know that time's meaningless because. You know they're they're saying oh no he he's not coming they don't think I think they think it's been longer well like, then they think that they're there for everything mm-hmm. and that, that yeah again that changes it because that means time's meaningless it means they're not going back it's one of these things it's, where it's, it's the desert island thing yeah it's one of these things where the idea makes sense to me right 
but uh-huh. it's introduced so quickly and it's just a thing that's been thrust upon us that I don't have time to process it and really ex- sort of accept it and feel the, the impact of it. And instead, we find out and then immediately we cut, you know, we go to the last page where it looks like they're about to kiss before we end. And my other problem with this is not only how quickly it's introduced and I, I just yeah. have to accept that this is kind of a possibility, is that I know, I know this is not how we, we break up Batman and Catwoman. I know this is a bullshit cliffhanger that it's going to be quickly dealt with next issue, most likely. Yeah, it feels really cheap here at the end. It does. It, it reminds me of that, remember that, uh, the issue I am Bane with the, the Robins strung up? Yep. It reminds me of that yeah. cliffhanger a little bit. Yep. I wasn't a fan of that either. I was, no, 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 was I? And, but, I mean, once every 30 or so issues isn't a big deal, I suppose, in the grand scheme of things, to have a bullshit cliffhanger, but, uh, no, it, it left me with a sort of like, huh, well, that's that's how that's ending. Oh, okay. And I sat and thought about it and went, yeah, I don't think I like that very much. It just felt kind of there for shock. Oh, is the relationship in jeopardy? I don't think it is. <laughs> no. Um, no. The Wonder Bat uh, fans will be streaming for joy most lately, though. The Probably. shippers. All, all, all them yeah. shippers. <laughs> Matt's just composing himself. Uh, give him a second. Sorry, I don't want to blow my nose on my <laughs> no, that, I, I had to mute it, and then I blew my nose so hard it, it knocked my iPad onto the space bar and it did something to the screen. So, Joe, I hate, I hate uh, when you blow your nose so hard that you actually pop your ears. Well, that's not something to yep, me. Um, so. Happens all the time. You're yeah, determined to clear that nose and you just can't think. Uh, so this is the thing for me, is like some people really downright hate this issue. I don't hate the issue. I actually there's a lot of moments in it that I really love. It's just as it, the ending is kind of what I don't like and what the cliffhanger and that stuff. I, I don't like the issue. No, I, I I definitely don't hate it, but I think I yeah. dislike it. I think that there are things I like. You know, the the Batman and Catwoman stuff is still good. The art is extremely good. The opening Wonder Woman and the Signal, really good. Yeah, and and Gordon, good. Yeah, and as compared then, to the last, I'm trying to put together what, six months of issues, it was, you know, the 12 issues. Takes two, been, yeah, 12, 12 yeah, issues. It, it's been top level. Yeah. It, well, I'm it, also including, like, the annual and those stories. That of course, about. yeah. I, honestly, probably even it's longer new. than that. It, it's been on yeah. top, like, top, top of the world for so long. Uh, that so, it, so when you get a mediocre issue like this, to me, like, it's kind of in the middle, you're just kind of like, oh, well, that, that's yeah. a disappointment. No. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried. Like I think, okay, sure. And especially no. since you know, King saw the criticism. He actually went on Twitter and said, "Look, I'm hearing all the, yeah. the criticisms. I'm I'm happy you've, you're telling me this. I'm listening." Like, yeah. and I, I like that King does that. I like that he pays attention and he's like, "Hey, like, yeah." So, so obviously, I assume some people are being assholes about it, but yeah. well, he, he's he's listening. The to, yeah, yeah, he's listening yeah. to the reception. He's saying, "Okay, I get, I get you. Like, I, I'm I'm listening." I get it. Now, it's not enough time to fix the next issue, so if the next issue has a lot of the same problems, then we'll have to deal with I, that. I, but... I think that's, for me, I'm really like, okay, I'll just get through the next issue now. I mean, I'm I, again, I'm not worried about the run in general, yeah. not at all, but I am concerned about my feelings to the next issue. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not excited for that in the way I normally am excited for Batman now. But yeah, yeah. one issue well, that you're not looking forward to. I kind of wanted to more... How, how the Super Friends and Date Night went and explored the relationship between Superman and Batman... You know, that really cool first hmm. issue that was Lois and Clark talking about Bruce and then Bruce and Selena talking about Clark. Which like, I, I thought we would get kind of somehow Batman and Wonder Woman. Like, the, there was that um, in the, the Christmas annual or the Christmas special with with Diana and Bruce lighting the tree because they're both, you know, lost souls and they're the only ones that can do that. I felt that 
that story nailed their characters. I mean, there's always a chance that when we get the resolution to this, it'll actually lead to some good stuff in the next issue. I mean, maybe not, but uh, I I know uh, some people are really pissed that she makes no mention of Steve at any point during all this. It's all about, oh, you're missing Catwoman. No mention of Steve. Yeah, that that was things that were kind of bothering (laughs) me as well. In in her dialogue, she said, you know, know, when she's saying, oh, all all men who, who try to fight look ridiculous. It really doesn't suit your gender. And it's like, you're, you're like best friends with Steve, who, nah. who is a soldier. He calls you Angel. Yeah. I'll concur. That line's a bit weird. I'll give you that one. Yeah. I'll give you that one's a bit strange. I, I, I read that as she was just teasing. Yeah, teasing, yeah. Uh, may, maybe, but I, I think it just doesn't come out that way in, in the dialogue, yeah. to me at least. Yeah, they always get typically a somber tone to it uh, from the pair of them in this issue. You know what? It's not a big deal, right? We got a couple of weaker issues. Uh, the, 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 only, the only small concern is what happened is that what happens to Superman when we had a couple of weak issues in Black Dawn. And we're like, oh, I'll be back to fine and start our next arc, and it just kept getting worse and worse for a while. Uh, but I'm not concerned. I'm not. I'm not that concerned. Well, I wasn't until you reminded me of that. Well, you know, see, here's the thing, though. Like, you know, the, the, like we say, we had that trouble cliffhanger like way back at like, issue 15 or whatever it was. And look at how it's built up since then. War jokes and riddles, the rules of engagement, the, the double date, all like, this like, stuff. I, I will go as far as saying this is easily the weakest issue since I am, what, Bane? Suicide? What was the second one? Suicide. Suicide. Suicide, yeah. That story. Yeah, this is easily the weakest since that and Bane. Like, I, I, I wasn't that big on that stuff. I like that stuff, though. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, two, two against one, you're wrong. <sighs> I, I used to care about that stuff, and now it's just like, uh, taste. And if you like it, cool. I'm not. It wasn't for me. I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong. I'm going to remind but, you of this statement next time you're fighting me on something. Like that. I just want you, to know you, that. Usually, I agree with that sentiment, but not when it comes to to well, Peter. It's just uh, fighting about I am suicide. We've we've done that. Oh, we dance. did. Yeah, we did that back uh, then. Yeah, yeah. So it, there's no point in getting into it again right now. Because no. I actually, I really liked I Am Bane, aside from that cliffhanger. That was my one like big yeah, negative I, point. That I, I enjoyed like. that one a whole yeah. lot, you know? And, so, uh, uh, I, I just I, I, the second arc. I think it shows that King is genuinely fantastic, but every so often there'll be a little slip, just to prove that he's human. That's, <laughs> and that's, and that's fine. John's, John's that's okay. did that occasionally. I mean, yeah, John's he has so much issues. of a backlog, yeah. we only remember the good stuff, you know? But I'm sure there's Flash yeah. issues in there that I was like, oh yeah, that happened. But besides, uh, I mean, he's he's going to have to tank for a long, long time before I'm even comparing him to Snyder's, uh, you know, crash and burn. Yeah, yeah he was a curse there. I'm just, just watching Connor's face. Just I'm, I'm just react. in the same way. Matt's saying, you know, there's no point in getting into that with Adam Susa. I feel the same way. Yeah. We know where I stand on that. All right, okay. Just... Well, Joy, you like bad on, things. Man? Two against one. Yeah. Uh, shall we? Shall we move on? Do you want to move on? Yes, to, uh, let's move on to the first good issue of Superman. In a long in... time. So, so I think it was the, on Facebook you'd said this is the best since Reborn, and instantly yeah. this is how much I want to fight with Pete deep <laughs> down. I read that initially as this has been the best since before Rebirth, and I wanted to fight him. Like I put, I sharpened my axe, which clearly makes no I, sense. Like, yeah, I, I know Pete. That's why <laughs> I thought you were just trying to raise my ire, you know, in a playful way. <laughs> And I started, I got out the, the axe sharpener, and then I reread it. I was like, oh, no, he's right. Okay. Yeah, Reborn. Because after Reborn, it was yeah. Black Dawn, which was the start of the yeah. the decline. The, yeah. Uh, this is a one and done. This is a story about Superman taking a bunch of uh, cancer 
uh, you know, ca- cancer patients, kids specifically, uh, yeah. up to the the, the watchtower, Ooh, taking them wee. to the moon. It is just a feel good, do something nice story. But before we get to any of that, I want to talk about who Superman's fighting at the start of this issue. Because yeah. the, ki- the kids are all in the hospital and they're watching out the window and they're seeing Superman fight yeah. these bad guys. Uh, are you familiar with the demolition team, Matt? No. No. Yes, we've got one. <laughs> yeah. We they've actually, yeah, because we, uh, was it last month we did Green Lantern Sector 2814 as the, as the monthly? Yeah, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, December. Yeah. They were in this, they were in that, the, the, this demolition oh, team. Uh, and I, I, we were making not making fun of them, but we were commenting on the on that review about how all of the all of the tools were all bright yellow because and we were like, oh, it's because I'm going to fight Green Lantern and his weakness is yellow, right. and it never came into play at all. Uh, so I was laughing because a I was laughing because they were here, and then I was like, oh, all the tools are looking a bit more natural looking now. There's no none of this bright yeah, yellow. The, the jackhammer is still yellow, but yeah, well, that's a jackhammer though. Yeah, exactly. But, but a natural amount. Whereas before it was like they'd all been spray painted so, yellow from the you know the outside. I thought these were deliberately created as lame characters for Superman to to run through. No, that's so a, the kids can watch. Deep oh, pull from the. Yeah, deep DC mythos. This is a deep pool of lame yeah, characters. This is from cold the past. snap level. I, oh. I have to be honest; it feels so good to to, to recognize something that Matt doesn't. Even, it, it, it never happened. Even if it only happened, we only just happened to read this thing last month. I'm still yeah, happy about that, it. Still counts. <laughs> I mean, and they have Rosie the Riveter. That I'm just like, she shoots rivets. Yep. Yeah. How, like, uh, fantastic. Like if she riveted people to things, I could get it. But she's shooting them like bullets. I don't. Steamroller as well. Affect Superman. In fact, the steamroller did makes me makes this team look like a oh. team of uh, characters from Splatoon. You know the yeah. paint roller oh, character. Yeah. yeah. Give me that vibes. Uh, but so what was I going to say? Uh, so yeah, more on Cold Snap. By the way, there's a uh, possible Cold Snap sightings coming up in next week's books. That's oh, all I'm saying. Boy. Be hype be hyped it's been a long time need some cold snap in my life um and i feel like people who have always because it's been a long time since we had the cold snap stuff i feel like there's people yeah. who only started listening to this show in the last like, year and a half who probably have no idea why we're referencing cold snap but i'll explain next week if cold snap shows up you'll get the backstory well, uh, you know what we'll do even peter will go through and find out what episode that was and we'll have a little editor's note yeah uh, we're doing editor's notes you, now? You, you definitely titled it something to do with cold snap that week i, I did i'm sure i did I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. If Cold Snap shows up next week, it's definitely Cold Snap. Is I'm pretty sure I called it the Legend of Cold Snap. I'm pretty sure that's what I called that episode. Anyways, Superman. Yeah. Uh, so so he beats the bad guys, and he notices the kids watching. He says hi, and he, he goes in and arranges this. Like, and you know, the the, the the doctors and nurses and parents are rightly concerned, but he's like, no, no, trust me, safety is the first priority. And he gets Green Lantern. Hal shows up. With was it Hal actually? Freaking space shuttle. That's Hal, yeah. Yeah, Hal's around. Yeah, I I just doubted myself because he's not typically been around with the Justice League, but hey, Hal's around. And he's got he's got his his jet with him, his Green Lantern jet, and it gets the kids. That's a space shuttle, Pete. Sorry, space shuttle. Fine. The thing that something that really bothered me about that is the nose where it has the Green Lantern symbol is off center. It's it's like skewed to one side, and it just looks weird. I was going to tie that up to Hal Jordan whipping it up real quick. Oh, that, yeah, remi- that reminds me, there was a, a typo in uh, Batman. At oh, one point, it? Wonder Woman said embrace, but there was an A before it as well. It was A-embrace. Oh. Instead of an. 
No, 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 it wasn't Anne. No, it wasn't, it wasn't instead of Anne. The sentence just had like an A attacked onto the word embrace. There was no other word that it was meant to be part of. Oh, <laughs> some editor should uh, get a little slap on the wrist for yeah, letting yeah. that slip through. Um, so I just wanted to just you reminded me of it because you're talking about things being off center for whatever reason. So yeah, so Survivor takes them up and they have a a, a game of uh, what do you call it when you a scavenger hunt? Yeah, scavenger hunt. And I called it lost and found. That's not bad at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, and they're looking for like various things. Like the Flash has had an emblem of his around, and uh, there's a batarang somewhere. And one of them is they have to make get a picture of Batman smelling. So. Superman has like a, a box of smartphones that he hands out to, <laughs> to the kids. Yeah. Flying around. Yeah. And the, the the main sick kid who we kinda see the most of uh tells him tells Batman a joke and Batman smiles. So so they, they get the full. It's, it's, it's kinda delightful. There's a lot there's a lot of fun little gags in here, uh with the with the lasso and various other bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. All the all the league members all kinda join in and contribute something to to the to the ongoing proceedings. Uh, so it's, it's delightful. Uh, it ends with them going out into the moon. They put them all in spacesuits, and they all they all write. And obviously, there's a nice message here where Superman's explaining that everything up here is forever because you know no gravity. The footprints of the moon landing are still here. Although I'm going to say they're not because uh, Superman. Sorry, I'm, I'm just telling what? you for a start that it's nothing to do with no gravity. Well, no that, atmosphere. That, that, everything that was, that was just wrong. It's more or less has no atmosphere. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to to blow it away. I just said that quickly. It wasn't. It was a throwaway comment. Yeah, yeah, but Science, someone's gonna, someone, someone will get you in the comments. So I'm getting it for them. <laughs> and also, if you're one of those people that says we didn't go to the moon, I don't need to hear from you. Just keep it to yourself. The point is, everything lasts forever, and they all write their names in rocks because the kids are all probably going to be dead soon. Yeah. So it's a nice sweet message, but they'll always be on the moon. <laughs> Bedside matter, Pete. <laughs> well, no, I don't have room for bedside matter because Carl's pissed me off now. So he's getting his button uh, on. Actually, button's happening. Oh, very good. Uh, Connor sure. buttons up. He's annoying me now. <clears throat> Anyways, um, it got dusty fault. when I was reading this. Like, and I was reading it at work. Uh-huh. And so my boss was sitting next to me because we we're waiting for stuff to happen. I had some downtime. And she started asking if I was okay, and I chalked it up to allergies. Like, no joke. Because uh, I don't want to have time to explain the, the issue. But, but yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Just, 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 you're casually at work. Oh yeah, there's, there's these terminally ill kids, and the Superman yeah. takes them to the moon. Like, I can't stop crying. Yeah. Well, it's just his speech to them, and just whole. Uh, the main kid's name is Latif, and he's in a wheelchair. And like, there's that scene where they're going up into space, and they hit zero g, mm. and all the other kids get to float, and he's just like, "No, I don't have control of my legs." So. And Superman's like, don't even worry about it. I got you. And that's the part where it got dusty. Because I was just like, oh my god. This is this is Superman. Right? Like, personified. Yeah. This is what he represents. Is he's the best in everybody. It, it, it's sad. Much. It's sad that after, like, you know, eight months of what we've had of Superman, I'm, I'm just worried that next issue is back to business as usual. But that's the thing. Cause it's, because it's just a one-off. It's like, okay, you had a, you had a great one-off idea. And now we're gonna actually do a story next time, and that's that might be where we go wrong again. Yeah, it might yeah, be. but at least we had John in a space odyssey, so that could be fun. That's what it says. It's a Superman Sun yeah. space odyssey. That's what's coming next time. So we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but it's a really solid uh, one-off issue. Uh, absolutely, uh, it's, it's got yeah. heart. It's, it's very Superman story at its core, 
and uh, got a nice message. So yeah, I can't I can't fault it too much. Uh, and I, I will say I did think the art wasn't amazing. Like it's okay, but there's some faces that I wasn't like Wonder Woman's face was really bugging me. I'm not gonna lie. You know what uh, it reminded me of? Only when only when she was at a distance. I found uh, when when they weren't really putting in the features when it was just a, when she was in focus it was fine so so you know when you're reading and there'll be these ads that are done in the the comic style like famously the snickers ad yeah it, it reminded me of that art to where it's trying to sell something but it's not exactly for long-term storytelling yeah for, you know? for me it was kind of reminding me of just it was trying to emulate like an older style it was a bit more simple yeah. it was going for that kind of thing i just i didn't like yeah. how some of them looked in that style uh, uh, this. i have a question how mm. big are the batarangs like that kid's holding it up it's like whoa it's huge he's got different sizes for different different situations yeah, i mean how does that fit in the belt that one is a that, yeah that is a boomerang yeah it's, it's not even like it doesn't even look like it's metal does it, it look like it's fabric that's, yeah, that's it looks like a wing of a bat. That's uh, that's how it fits. It folds and then it, it solidifies. It, 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 like, like Batman begins to be a little shock through it and it does zoom and it becomes the bat. Yeah. Fine, I'll allow it. Aye. What do you want from me? Yeah. I also like that Superman hid his cape in the curtains. Like that's such a Clark thing to do. Ah, uh, yeah. And the kid's too wise. He's like, nah, you're not getting me. Yeah. You're not getting nice me, alien try. boy. Yeah, and I he, love he, how... he leaves it S out. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, Batman sitting at his computer has never reminded me more of Pete. That's how I imagine Pete goes about his business. Just <laughs> you, grumpy. You can just see there's kids in the background of Pete and he's just going, hmm. Mm. Uh, are that, these kids that here? That is typically my reaction to children. That's not a lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've heard you yell at them in, in the early days of 121 when the ice cream man comes and you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, quiet! We get it. You like ice cream? Yeah. Uh, He's mellowed dear. with age. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I'm like 30 years ahead of, ahead of my actual age. For some reason, I don't know why, but it's just kind of, you know, I, I was acting like I was 30 when I was 13, and now I'm yeah. now I'm in my late 20s. I'm acting like I'm, you know, in my early 60s. I don't, I don't know what's happening, but get off my lawn. Uh, basically, basically, I mean. I, I, Back to the art, there's one that I really loved, and that's when they did a really cool thing with the reflection of Superman after he takes out the demolition team, and all the oh, kids yeah. are staring out the window. Yeah, like it looks like a legit reflection. It's a nice. Like, no, the there, they did it. There's the nice moments because I like the final page as well in the moon when they're all looking up yeah. at the earth. That's a really nice page. Um, I think where it falls for me is some of the faces here or there where they're going for the simpler style. Uh, I just wasn't feeling yeah. it, but there are there are moments that really work. Uh, no, it is. Yeah. That that reflection one, that's got to be. They just drew two images and then layered them Super in the passage, right? Yeah, yeah, it was some trickery. But it, they it did it really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, kids, I'm not against yeah. some trickery. There's some effects you can only get with some trickery. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's hey, fine. as long as it looks good. Absolutely, why not? So, all right, so let's move on uh, to Justice League number thirty-seven. Christopher Priest writing and Philip Rion is on art, uh, continuing People versus the Justice League. Uh, after a lot of speculation last week, it kind of seems after this issue that this fan is not necessarily a, a an old character that we could have guessed. Definitely, definitely yes. not. So what you're saying is, I was right. Yeah. 
I, I don't remember you having any opinion last week, so I was just... Oh, that's uh, right. I don't remember either. I just remember yeah. you saying Prometheus. You guys, that could be. Yeah. And then we moved on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, hey. Evidence. Hey, just wait until we get to Batwoman. I've got some good ginger moments to talk about with you. Uh, oh, yeah, you but, do. But <laughs> we're on Justice League. And uh, so, Simon's been kidnapped. We get this, that some of the backstory of this guy, and he, t- he talks about his childhood friend and how he was there, and then he died, and uh, he helped him get back on his feet. Because he, he, was, he was around when there was a Justice League fight going on, and a building fell on him, and luckily he just broke his leg. And, right, right, okay, let's let's start at this scene, because this is the, okay, the yeah. biggest moment let's of, talk about of the it. week, potentially. Martian Manhunter is just with the team, and yep. there is no yep. cyborg. Yeah. Nope. Now, obviously, we got that hint, what, two issues ago, that yep. Manhunter was around, and they goes, oh, yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. Where's oh, he? Are we rewriting continuity? Was, was he a I founding member are... now? Do it. Just do it. I don't care. Do it. It's starting to look that way. Where's, where's and, my... Well, and they, there's another flashback to that guy talking to, I can't remember his name. Uh, but he was it was John's friend uh, about Cyborg. They they rebring that up here. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, why are you not the, leading? The only thing I would question about it is it's all it's a bit of a murky perspective because Batman's in his rebirth outfit, you know, with the, the yellow around the the bat symbol. Yeah. In the flashback. Wait, so. which, yeah, which implies we're kind of redoing like actual New Fifty Two continuity at this point. Uh, and that's fine. Well, yeah, I'm not against doing that. Here's a crazy idea. You know how we were joking uh, back when we had the fake Clark? You know, what if it's Martian Manhunter? Because we've not really seen him for a long time. Like, what if he's been pretending to be someone else? He is a shapeshifter after all. Right? Yeah. What if... Here's a, here's a crazy idea, right? What if Martian Manhunter... He's, he's not necessarily just pretending to be Cyborg, but he merged with him for some reason. And they're both... Cyborg until they separate. Like the reason why I'm saying this, right, is because we're establishing that there was Martian Manhunter in this flashback, but there was no Cyborg, right? We've seen that. We also have this this alien dude is is Martian Manhunter's friend, and he was bonding with Cyborg. Not that I think he knows necessarily, or maybe he does know, right? I don't know. I just I feel like it wouldn't be completely out of the realm of comic possibility for them to pull something like this. And maybe there's a, a recent TV show that's also kind of influencing my my uh, idea here. I, I think the, the anything in this issue that would support it is the dialogue that you know the the, the friend says to Cyborg mm, that yeah. it repeats here is you appear to be human species yeah. yeah obviously he's referring to the fact that okay no you look like a human but you're clearly not all because Cyborg but you could read it your way as well you, you could read it yeah and then you do have that effect where Cyborg loses half the mass. It, uh, yeah, that stuck out to me. It, it, it sort of digitizes and then it's just a regular face all over. And I'm like... Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, I was reading it as it was, it was projecting like a hologram. You know, like... Tech, seen, yeah. It, yeah. You know, you know the, the one that Batman... It, you know, the first issue of the New 52. Yeah. That, that one that they introduced there. Yeah. Or even uh, just with TV shows right now, like Flash has a thing uh, where like Wells has a... Or Wells last yeah, season at least yeah. they had the, the face changing thing. Yeah. So I was assuming it was that, but maybe, maybe you're onto something. I don't know. That's, just, that's a lot of hurdles. To uh, the the other thing that they could do is, what if it's you know that that character in the Avengers book you were just talking about, where they've yeah. got that situation going on. What if it's that? Where oh, right. they've all kind of the League of uh, and the heroes have all kind of forgotten in the same way that they have about other. Because well, the reason why I say merge rather than just saying that it's always been Martian Manhunter and Cyborg's not really around, and. Le- 
I'm thinking because going with the cyborg stuff that even brought up with the Raven, right? That we had that connection moment. That's why I think yeah. he's still in. Like the real cyborg is still part of that, rather than it being you know separate. You know, like where cyborg's just been missing I, all this time, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, was this a problem in the art or something? Because so when cyborg he digitizes his face, so he's got a full regular yeah. looking right? face, and then he he presses the disconnect button. And then the next page, the flash is running around him, but he's got the full, he's still got the half face, you know, like normal. Mm-hmm. And then the next page again, he it's doesn't, gone. he's back, it, it's, yeah, he's back to just the, the, the That could the, just be an error in the art. It could be just an art error. Could be, it could be an error. Mm-hmm. It could be that he's putting it back on for Flash because he's not supposed to have this face like this. Well, no, yeah, but then the, he... we seem talking to Flash with it off. Oh, sure. Okay. It's, it's strange. Um, they're, they're pulling the 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 cables because the fan is manipulating them, and he's, he's, the watchtower stuff. Yeah, he's tapped in. He's he's listening to their words, and, so they stop using the comms. And yeah. I just, again, we we talked about the humor like with Jess last time, and here it's with the Flash where he's going and he's disconnecting stuff, and Cyborg's yelling at him. Oh, look, what to do? Speaking speaking of Jess, I, I want mm-hmm. I want a Brave and the Bold uh, Batman and Jessica Jones. Oh, not Jessica Jones, sorry, Jessica yeah. Cruz. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing my Jessicas yeah. up. Oh, uh, oh, there you are. Oh, oh. Uh, sorry, what what are you doing hosting this show? Yeah, Jessica Cruz. Yeah. Uh, like because there are, like few interactions here. One where she's like she's annoyed because he keeps going behind her. She's like, stop doing uh-huh. that. I hate when you do that, and he does it again. That's hilarious. And then later on, when like. She she like she she goes in to check out where Simon disappeared and comes back out. It's just them working together. Like I want them working together. It's actually kind of delightful because they're so like opposed. Like she's so bright and cheery and kind of nervous about him. Uh, I just kind of like it. I like their pairing. It's great. Yeah. But um, I just like the point I was trying to get to is Cyborg saying "Walk away from me." Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the thing. Um, yeah. Like even if that, that that crazy idea I just came up with is not right, because I'm kind of just pulling a lot of it out of things. But I do think there's hints here. I think this is not this is not an accident that we mentioned him no. two issues ago, and in this issue we see him in this flashback. There is no way yeah. that is an accident or a coincidence. So what I'm saying is that somewhere or another we are going to reveal the whereabouts and location of Martian Manhunter at some point in this run. Priest is set up. Uh, yeah, I I think we're getting it in the next six months. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so t- and the next twelve issues, about, absolutely. You know about Simon and what that was about? Like he had a whole mental block about the ring. Uh, yeah. So, so the fan was doing something to his head. He had like an inhibitor in his neck, right? And it was making and him. He broke the yeah that off, you know. But the ring was on him the whole time. So was that from the inhibitor? Yeah, the inhibitor was basically masking that it was there, so he didn't know he had okay. his ring on. That, that was the thing, because the whole thing is, is he can't take a, a, a ring off a lantern. Like, he just can't physically right. do that. Um, so he was just making him... And that's the thing, he dresses up as Green Lantern this time to try and assassinate another person on TV who's been, like, uh, dissing the Justice League, uh, the fans. Yeah, I is. love how he looks, in the, you know, that, that it's that, the Hal Jordan suit, and he's just standing there smoking. I'm like, yeah. this yeah, is a great image. It was the same with the Batman one last time, and... Again, it's a classical Hal Jordan suit, and even just the way he's like, yeah, like Hal Jordan, he was the real deal. He was the Green Lantern, and then you've got Lawrence of Arabia over here. So he's, he's you know, and he's like a oh, crab face Green Lantern. He's got that asshole Guy yeah. Gardner. Like oh, he, he lists all the, the lanterns out, uh, and he's does, does he mention Guy? I can't. I, I thought he didn't. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe, Maybe he mentions everyone uh, but him. But he mentions a lot of them. Yeah, that's the thing because I thought because um, you and the Mexican chip, crab face guy, that soul brother Stewart. Yeah, and then, and then he goes on to bird lantern squirrel. Yeah. So yeah, he, he doesn't. He, he's fine with Guy Gardner and Kale, which, apparently. That's not good. 
<laughs> that's not good, Matt. I agree. No. I, that, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Kyle's there. Otherwise, I'd say, okay, well, this guy's probably pretty damn racist. I oh, mean, sure, he probably yeah. is anyway, but... Yeah, that's right, yeah, because he, he specifically lists everyone who's not a white guy, basically, other than... Yeah. Yeah. Other than Kyle. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, he even starts with the Lawrence of Arabia dig. Like, he... he, he yeah, he, yeah. He boils it down to that, then Mexican chick, and then Soul Brother. Like, yeah. he, he does all these insults, and then it's like all the aliens. He's like, oh, the crab face, and this and that, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is also commentary on fandom. That's that's what I was reading this. It's just we jogged all that. Oh. He's the fan, right? Yeah, he claims yeah, he yeah. loves Justice don't, League. Don't change What's my character. Keep the white man. Yeah, he's that guy. Keep, keep, keep the guy there. Crab, crab face guy is Kyle, right? Kyle. I thought that was, that yeah. was a joke at the, at the, the, the mask. mask. Yeah. yeah. And so just he's kind of sometimes the worst people in the fandom that won't just accept change. And so he's, you know, he doesn't like, like I still don't know his plan. Like, is he forcing them to turn on the Justice League? By doing all this, like, does he realize he's making it worse, or is he doing that on purpose? Well, no, I think I think he's I don't okay think with. He cares. Yeah, I, I think he oh. he's the fan, and he, he's protecting who's dissing them because he, he wants to. But he right. wants to basically. It, it's, it's almost he wants to uh, keep it pure. Yeah, it's almost like a Zoom motivation with Wally. To, he wants to make them the best yeah. Justice League that he thinks they should be. Is basically his goal. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, so we have this some some fun stuff where he goes to assassinate this guy in TV, and the blonde that's interviewing him turns out to be Wonder Woman. Like she stands up and she's like, "It's her." Yeah. And he, at first he thinks it's an all knockoff, and then the guy who was going to kill like takes off like the wig and it's like Aquaman who was in disguise. Yeah, it's a it's a Mission Impossible mask. Yeah. Like, that yeah. Killed me. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then the team show up and they they they, they get him. Uh, now it seems at the end he's, he one ups them because they all teleport back up to the Watchtower and they seem yeah. to not want to. It's just happening against their will because like, hey, we're teleporting. Uh, but it, it gives him this predicament where this guy knows all their identities and he's like yep. he, he's he's infiltrated them so much he knows all their things that if they actually give them him over to the justice system that they all their identities everything that they've done is going to be come out in the open and it'll, it's, you know, it's a big dilemma for them so how do they deal with them um, just, just a question you said that he beams them up to the you know beams them up to the watchtower I uh, think that's what he did I don't are, are, yet, are you but... sure because it, it doesn't yeah. actually show where they are you just see them on a floor and I was wondering, okay, are they on the Watchtower or is it going to be a mystery uh, of, okay, no, what, well, that's why a fair point. Here? That's a fair point. Because like, uh, I think the way she phrases it, I assumed it was the Watchtower, but you may be right. They might be beaming them elsewhere. Oh, they are beaming out. They, yeah. they haven't gone there yet. But uh, yeah. I, I think I was guessing Watchtower, mostly from the cover, because it looks like the, this is another one of these things where the cover looks like it's more related to the next issue, where they're all debate. Because the, the, the end of it, the cliffhanger, like the you know next time on, it says yeah. uh, League Divided. The Watchtower. A watchtower divided. Yeah. yeah, and the front cover is them all arguing in the watchtower. By the looks of it, so that's why I think why I just assumed that's where they were going. Because no, that makes sense. I like that I, he's I like himself is... just teleporting the rest of them away. It's like, yeah. all right, you're stuck up there now, and I can do my thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's not everyone. Superman's not there. You know, like yeah, he, he's he's too busy at the Senate hearings. Uh, <laughs> yeah. trying to stick up for the league. Yeah. Basically, that's what he's well, up a little to. too close to to Batman versus Superman for my liking. Superman testifying. Like, uh, <laughs> That's fair. That's but fair. I, I feel like this is another identity crisis dilemma where we're going to get to a minor wipe, and it wouldn't surprise me if that's where John comes in. So I don't think they'll use Zatanna. I think if they're going to wipe him or have that... 
Yeah, I mean, it's it, going to be something okay. telepathically. Well, It'll almost be the least interesting thing if it's just a case of them saying, "Okay, we need to go find Jean so we can use him to help." And yeah. if, if it's just a case of going and getting him, and he's in a shack somewhere, then you know, whatever. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be happy to see him. Don't get me wrong, but I'm almost excited. I, I feel like there's more of a mystery going on because because of the way that he's been like referenced now a couple of times. I, I think it's interesting because there isn't actually a mystery other than the, we don't know. No one. Oh sure. Yeah. No characters are acknowledged as a mystery because they're just like, oh yeah, we haven't seen him for a while. They're but, not going, oh, where's he? Would there be one that would be like? Like, well, he's been here the whole time, and yeah. then he's just kind of... Or he's a... or he's mind-wiped everyone into yeah. thinking that something... Exactly. Yeah. So, I feel like I'm expecting one of those things to be the case, because I think it'll be exciting yeah. and fun, and like, why did he do it? And, you know, it'll be a good way to introduce him back to the team, and have him be here like he should be on the team, like he was always here, because he was, technically. Yeah, yeah. one of the big seven. So, you know? yeah. I, I, I am interested, because if we are retconning all this stuff we have to redo cyborg's origin right because at the moment his origin is so tied to yeah that I, justice league story unless we go with my holder merged uh, i mean i guess the, the start still feels weird even if in that case but yeah I mean, because yeah. by that logic he's still not there he's still not a founder is he yeah but i mean maybe the whole teasing of how he should be leading and maybe leads him back to a titans team to to lead them i think i think that's where that's pushing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, all of these things sound like good ideas to us, I think. So, yeah, go for it. Um, but hey, no. So we cannot say that Justice League and Priest uh, on it is not giving us interesting no, questions. I and... really enjoyed this read. Like yeah. it's the first time I've, I've really enjoyed a Justice League run in a good long time. Because even even the John stuff was just getting tiresome towards the end. Yeah, you know, it was John stuff was best in the middle. Like it started off going, yeah. okay, this is kind of familiar ground. Yeah, we, we get yeah. what we're doing because it's New Fifty Two. We got to start over. The yep. stuff in the middle, uh, you know, around Forever Evil. Forever Evil. Had, you know, then we had good. Lex and Cold on the team. That stuff was really yeah. interesting. Dark Side War was well, fine. Also... It, just, it just went on too long. It was just, it was far too long for what it was. It's good in concept, Ooh. but it kind of yeah, yeah. The most of it were like cyborg was those issues where he was rediscovering himself, and mm. you know, and you had the metal men involved, and, and yeah, those were good. I think the yeah, most I liked so... cyborg was when we did Judas Contract. Uh, I, I, I think yeah. I like Teen Titans cyborg way more, which I think is common actually amongst people who are big t- yeah. Teen Titans fans. But I still think it. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a just pretty normal opinion. What's yeah. the default? Um, but hey. So that's Justice League. So uh, really solid issue. Uh, so that'll take us on to Green Lanterns number 39, Tim Seeley writing, Ronan Cliquette on the art. This wraps up this arc uh, with the uh, Elizabeth Vok and Regent Vok and uh, Ingara and the Molites, all this stuff all comes to a head. Here's the, here's the thing about this. Um, I think this is a pretty solid issue. It kind of is hampered by the fact that the, the, the plot itself took a turn that we didn't like a couple of issues ago, but the actual issue itself is mostly pretty good and has a lot of cool moments in it. I, I- I agree with that. I think on its own, it's fine, but because it's the end of this arc where I'm kind of checked out, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm glad it's done now. Hmm. This saved it for me. I really like this issue. Not uh, to tip my hand. Uh, I, I, I liked I, it a lot as well. I, I think yeah. the only problem I have with this issue is that I didn't like that Lizeth turned out to be just this evil villain, so her being yeah. the central villain is my biggest problem with it, but the actual fight yeah. in where it uh, sets up the story for the next thing at the end, I like all that stuff. Mm. Uh, and of course, giant green Kurt Cobain. I cannot fault. Uh, that that is the, the highlight. Clearly, I'm I'm not even a Nirvana fan. Like I like Nirvana. I recognize what they did for for music. That said, her using Kurt Cobain to basically call 
Lizeth pop trash. It's perfect. <laughs> it's, it like, speaks it's, to you, doesn't it? Well, because that's what grunge was, right? Like it was yeah. speaking out against the hair metal, and that's what it was alternative to that. Yeah, it was so, going, hey, stop with all the the showy stuff. Let's just do yeah, the music. Exactly, and so the fact that they use Cobain, and I just, oh, I, man, I, I, I just want to pile that. I also love hair metal. I'm listening to Def Leppard right now. Oh no! There's nothing wrong with hair metal. Towards the end, though, it got super dodgy. Like, it got well, gimmicky. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, so there's still. I mean, I'll listen to Van Halen and Sammy Hagar any day. Like, that's fine. Mm. But towards the end, there when grunge started taking over, so just that on the level, Seely has that joke layered. You know, yeah. you can appreciate it just for Cobain, but if you get the whole against the pop too, I just. Uh, no, like I still have problems with with Lizeth. Like. Because she came in as the, such this innocent character, I would have liked a longer build. Like, yeah, the, the, the turn wasn't effective because we no. It, it's just, it didn't yeah, hit. I'm still confused. I know I said this last time. I'm still confused yeah. as to why she revealed herself to Simon when she did. Yeah. it yeah. makes even less sense. I, I feel issue. like I can I can resolve that to myself with the he revived her. So there was a little bit of she was compelled to tell him the truth. There was a part of that. I get, the, I get the genuine connection and wanting to like have the romantic night with him. I don't, I still yeah. don't get the revealing that she's red tied. Oh, I'm, I'm actually a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Uh, um, so, oh, there's some good moments in there. I like, I like the, some of the Ingarans uh, helping the Molites and like you know saving them because because oh. because she actually, I mean, uh, Lizeth actually tries to murder them all in their like genocide. Yeah, genocide. Yeah. yeah. She actually comes on the on the TV screen and she's like, "Hey, these impure people," and she starts like, "I was going to kill them all, make them pure again," and it's, you know all this nonsense. Yeah, Angara's never done Space Hitler before, right? <laughs> well, uh, that was that wasn't Agara. That was no, that was neighboring. That was but the, the, uh, the system. Uh, I know, but they're all related. Well, no, because that's that's twenty eight. Now, who sounds like oh, Space Hitler? Korgar <laughs> yeah. is not in twenty eight fourteen. It's neighboring. No, no, it's not. Yeah. It's the next one over. I'm, I'm aware of that. They're all related. Okay, but still, I mean, I like the fact that Agara has been split since then, and like, I I liked her. Her motivation of the Green Lantern should be one of us, like especially in, in this political climate where you have some not so great people on the right wing using that kind of logic. Rhetoric. It's cool to see a supervillain. Yeah, yeah it, it's the idea of even a shitty one of us is better than yeah. any anyone from any other. Option. Exactly, and and the fact like she's so pissed that he died on Earth and then an, an Earthling or an earther, or whatever term you want to use, took it up, and now that there's, like, they've multiplied. You know, there's, like, six Earth Lanterns now, when there was never one to begin with. It And that how much that upsets her. I wish we could have gotten seeds of that early on with her, hmm. instead of just the last two issues. I, I think that's where this, this fault is for me, where, you know, in execution of what this issue itself does, it's pretty solid, but it kind of feels like, okay, this wasn't earned. Mm-hmm. It's just okay. It's cool. Yeah, her stuff wasn't it, the, the other stuff though. With the like the the, the, the stuff with the more lights. And yeah, stuff is, is the, more. was great. Yeah, uh, Jessica of course had a couple of great moments as well outside of the Cobain stuff. I loved when yeah. the the head Molly uh, like you know uh, climbed the rope or whatever it was the the the, the little therapy yeah. line she talked Here's your rope. and yeah. it's just the pile of her going right back at you and she's like pointing back at him. Yeah. I'm like, oh Jess, you're the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really does I, I, have a. A handle on these characters, and I'm, 
I'm grateful because there's not when when we first started this book and we we were all kind of close to dropping it because of the red lantern stuff, you know. But we stuck it out, and I feel like Seely's been able to just to jump on, and have a good handle from the start. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's, that's I, good stuff. I want more of Jessica in the battle armor. That stuff yeah. looks awesome. That's pretty uh, cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's no. a great design. That's uh, just real cool. Uh, no, so I, uh, I, I quite enjoyed this issue. Um, I think I'm, I'm excited again. I'm actually glad they're bringing back the uh, what was her name, Night Pilot. Because uh, yeah. I, I was talking to Carl about this actually during the week about how they kind of present her as just the one sort of scene joke almost. That that would have been fine, but I actually really like that it was a seed for more than what he's doing next. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're we're bringing back Night Pilot. Because actually, I mean, much as she was in one scene, I did like her for that one scene. Yeah. So yeah. she was, you know, she instantly had a personality. Well, also, so, also we found out that there's a uh, a superhero dating app called Keeper. Oh, we knew that because he, he used that in that issue. That's how we found her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it? I, yeah. Oh, I missed that in the first time. But that was a I reference. He that yeah. here. No, that was a reference gotcha. to that uh, at the time. Yeah. Well, either way, I still like it. It cracks me uh, up. And Night Pilot's in a bit of trouble. She's uh, apparently uh, been enslaved to work on a, an asteroid belt or something. Uh, the ne- yeah, she's mining. The, the, the next, the next arc is, uh, or at least the next issue is called Superhuman Trafficking. Uh, so, uh, play on words, of course. But uh, no, I enjoyed this. I like the art as well, uh, for the most part. I, th- I thought it was yeah, good. it's solid. Um, but it reminds me actually. I like the art in Justice League as well. There was just one panel of Jessica in Justice League that bugged me. Our face was a bit weird on one panel, but that yeah. wasn't a big deal. Uh, just because I'm looking at the Green Lanterns just now. Uh, yeah. But, uh, no, no, uh, solid. So, I, I think Seely's still on track uh, after maybe a little stumble. Um, a few yeah, he's the landing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the middle, but yeah, hopeful for the future. And speaking of really good, but maybe a stumble in the middle, uh, let's take us on to Nightwing, issue 37. Uh, Sam Humphrey's writing with Jamal Campbell and Klaus Jensen on art. Are we all on the same page here? Uh, I, I, I hate this, yeah. I know how I feel. <laughs> how do you feel, Matt? How does Pete feel? Okay, I don't hate it. It was tough to read. It was very awkward, and I felt all the goodwill Humphreys had towards being a Nightwing fan, I felt it squandered some of it. I don't feel squandered, uh, but I'm kind of similar to you, and I don't hate it, but I didn't like the issue that much. Uh, Here's the the weird thing. I actually, I like the little tag at the end, and what it sets up, and I liked, uh, like, you know, that that shot of all the casinos on the bay, and it's like all the different colours and stuff. This is the thing. I thought, there was no Chang, but the artist, uh, Campbell, at the the start and the end of the issue, I thought he actually did a really good job of emulating... Uh, the style we've had. I thought so too. And in, in the book, and so this show started. I was fine with it, uh, and I liked the few pages at the end. The rest of it, though, which is this flashback to when uh, Batman and Robin first dealt with the judge, uh, I did not enjoy. I thought the art was oh. downright terrible. So it is a different artist. And I yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, saying, just making it clear. Yeah. I, like... I will say, Baby Ruthless might be one of my favorite superhero names. <laughs> And yeah, so she's, she's all right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but uh, yes, completely so, unnecessary though. Like, oh yeah, I, I think I feel that way about the whole issue. I feel like honestly, uh-huh. I don't know if it's to give Chang more time for the rest of the arc yeah. or whatever. But it, it felt like this was just a filler issue because we had to like yeah, give some time to th- something. This is something that you know I, I mentioned in the 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 annual episode that we did where 
I feel that mm-hmm. I'm at a point where I'm noticing the double shipping is hurting books at times. And this this issue is one of those where I feel like, you know, you say, oh, I feel like we're just waiting for Chang to do the rest of the actual arc. I feel like yeah, this is so one of those. I, I saved this book for last, knowing mm-hmm. how Connor felt about it. And I really love the last two issues. So I was like, oh, this will be my, my big, you know, finale book. And then I was like, oh, this is a slog. Do you know like, the truth is, is, I'm not even worried about the rest of the arc. I'm sure we're going to be fine no. when we get back to the main story. Uh, th- th- those last two issues were so good that I'm not even concerned. It's just frustrating because it feels like, oh no, we have this this back this flashback story just to fill an issue. I, because yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't understand yeah, then... why Dick is suddenly Jason in the flashback. Like the, the way he it, acts, you he's know, more being all really uh, really reckless and aggressive and going, oh, I'm going to prove myself. He's That's more like Jason. Jason's whole thing. He's more Jason. Like I'm not going to necessarily fight that too much in the sense that. I buy that most people that age would have maybe have those feelings when they well, first start. Well, he wants to prove himself to Batman yeah. because he feels like he, this is his opportunity. Uh, and I like his relationship with the judge where he's gotten out. This is the first time I let him escape. And then there was the college thing that happened, which, you know, anytime we can see him go off to college, I think that's cool. Cause that's a, mm. a, a huge time in Dick Grayson's life. Uh, you know, so I like that relationship there. And I almost like that the judge is almost... I don't want to say he's a good guy, but he has good intent. You know, well, like he. I won't say he's got good intent, but at least the idea that he's against gambling and seems to want to not have because his whole plan in this flashback is to uh, yeah. put uh, was it toxic waste or whatever on like the, the base yeah. so that it's unusable for like uh, yeah. you know years. Well, yeah. and because he sees that the corruption that the casinos are going to bring and it doesn't have a place in Bloodhaven, mm. you know, and then we see this is what's happened with the corruption, and he's only come back to clean up the mess that he foresaw. So I like that thread. I just feel the rest of the Dick's dialogue during the flashback. Not even dialogue, yeah. oh, narration boxes. So much narration. So much exposition. Yep. It's because yeah. I asked to explain the, you know, what's going on the whole time. And I feel like, this is the thing though, I feel like we didn't need any of this. I feel like we already got how no. dangerous the judge was. We didn't really need yep. this. Like the one key well, point... He ma- feels- like the one key, the one key point we may have learned from this is that he's always been against the gambling in the casinos, right? That's maybe the yep. one thing we had to learn out the sure. flashback. But we could have got and, that. And he way. didn't pick up, he didn't pick up a taste for blue Hawaiians until later. Uh, okay. not, one, <laughs> not one to be found here. Uh, uh, but he also doesn't seem like he seems much more dangerous now. Like something's come unhinged. Hmm. Here he just feels like whatever his power set, however it works, if it's you know, the power to compel people by giving them these golden, or if it's a telepathic or whatever. Yeah. It seems much more controlled here than it does in in the the modern times. Oh, you could say it's more controlled, or in modern times he just wants them to be that reckless Yeah, crazy, you, know you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it's, um, yeah. like and this is the thing, like, the other main thing that we learn from the flashback, which is relevant, uh, is that Guppy's father? Because Guppy, we've had this Guppy like side yeah. plot, which I've been enjoying actually. It's not, it's not felt like tacked yeah. on to me. I no, feel like I've, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw an article that said the the best new thing for Nightwing uh, is a what do they call him a a proto shark guy, and they're talking about Guppy. Huh. And I was like, oh cool, he's getting some he's getting some love. I like Guppy. Uh, he's sympathetic and. So at the end of the issue, so we find out that his father was like worked for the judge at one point. And 
He he's maybe a way that Dick can get to the judge. He can maybe get some info from him. And we we know that yep. Guppy's father's been ill. He's been you know he's been lying sick in bed, and Guppy's mm-hmm. been trying to get meds for him and stuff. So we end with a big cliffhanger where we see that Guppy's got a gold chip and he pulls out a knife. And I I actually really liked the last like page. Like I thought, oh, that's a nice little cliffhanger. I like it. Yeah. But uh, what I like is for him, the gold coin doesn't play like compulsion like we've seen because he's yeah. sitting there staring at it. He's crying mm. like he's making the choice himself. Yeah. Like like he's going, okay, he's dying anyway. Well, I it, can't it save can, him. It goes back to this weird idea though, where the judge like he always sort of presents it as it'll get it'll lead to something that you want. Like you want yeah. to do this for this thing. So it's it, it, in this weird way, it, it almost feels like it is kind of like persuasion, but it takes like a while of like. Th- thinking to actually yeah, to kick not, in. Yeah, it's not the, the just the yeah. mental compulsion like it seems. You know, it's like, you do this and that's right, make, you're just going to do it. He, it's more like a seed. makes you do something you didn't want to do. Yeah. It's, it's more like a seed that grows. Like, he plants this mm-hmm. thing, and it, but it, it goes to an un- uncontrollable amount where eventually you will just do the extreme thing. That... I'm, I'm telling you, he's connected to that damn tree. Like, y'all laugh at me. <laughs> but Maybe he is. the tree showing back up here, you know? And then you yeah. just said he plants a seed, like. Hmm. You're not wrong. Maybe, maybe that's a possible thing. Uh, but he's easily a misstep of an issue, like other than the one or two things at the start of the end. Like the bulk of this issue yeah. was tedious yeah, to get through, yeah. and the art got worse as it went along. Like the, I mean, the, talking about the flashback, I thought it started off just oh, being kind of yeah. weak, but whatever. By but, the but, time you got to Batman and Robin in the tree. Yeah, that was atrocious. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, the other one that bugged me is when you see the judge on the pier and he's like his arms out and he's like smiling about what his plan is. And I just thought he looked so bad. His beard, like it just, it felt like so. It looks superposed. Yeah, you know, like it felt like he's yeah. wearing a wig and a, or a fake beard. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. it shouldn't look like that. There's no reason why it should look. Like that. Hey, if it turns out to have a fake beard, like that's a big reveal at some point, then I'll, I'll give them credit. But <laughs> until then. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I regret spending my time on this issue. Like, I really do. Uh, yeah. I I look at it for what it is, so I'm not super angry. They should have planned better. Uh, but hey. it's just annoying to have this three issues into the run. Yeah. Yeah. When it had been so good, you know, so much promise, so much like, oh no, this this could be you know something special, and then we don't even get three issues till this and if it is like you speculate the case of okay we're waiting for the artist then it's even more irritating to me no no it's uh it's a thing i mean i hate i hate to uh, say we should do something the way marvel does it but sometimes with marvel books it'll sometimes be double shipping but sometimes be single depending uh and it'll almost rotate between i almost almost wonder if that'd be better for some books like this where we could have just taken this issue off and i'd rather yeah yeah, i'd rather just not had an issue this week and Got yeah. back to it next time. Uh, like I say, my, my enthusiasm for for Humphrey's Nightwing has not actually been diminished at all. It just it's just it feels like this filler misstep issue that's just kind of there. Then the, the the two details that we needed from it could have easily have been you know yeah. worked into the next issue or whatever. Maybe. But uh, hey ho, hey ho. That'll take us on to Batwoman number eleven. Kay Perkins writing this. I actually I didn't realize this wasn't uh, Bennett. Uh, before I read it, it wasn't just I just looked at the issue mm-hmm. and went, oh, it's Perkins uh, jumping over f- from yeah. Superwoman, uh, and Scott Goodluski on art, and this was actually I thought quite a, a not in the traditional use of the word, but delightful little uh, one and done story with Professor Pig, uh, who I always enjoy seeing. I, I don't know if you guys enjoyed this as well, but I was into it. <laughs> I, I didn't I love enjoyed... it. It was solid. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed parts of it. 
have we gotten a definitive pig origin? Like, or is this just meant to be a mystery? I can't, I can't remember she how... She seemed pretty... Go ahead. Yeah, I can't remember how much they went into it in Morrison's original, like, you know, story yeah. with him. Uh, yeah. th- this issue certainly implies that he has been in contact and or met Alice at some point and he's and he's taking yeah, so oh Matt 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 yeah and he, he kind of knows her identity yeah yeah no he, he seems to know her and I like the idea of Alice and Professor Pig being buddies yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm down oh. with it especially given how her water looks like it kind of goes along with the whole idea of the dolls and the all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, that makes it, sense. It's very into the Lewis Carroll. Yeah. You know, Mr. Pig. Another thing, why exactly does he do this? Like, I get that not every Batman villain needs the the reason, but I feel like... I'd have to go back and read to give you anything specific. I just like it because it's creepy as shit. Okay. That's, if I can accept it on that level too. I just didn't yeah. know if I'm forgetting something because i love pig in that in that batman and robin run oh he's uh, great he's he's basically like a a serial killer turned up to 11 yeah for he's batman. so demented it's so yeah. great i it love is. it and the fact like when you find out that he he makes the porcelain from the bones of the victim oh yeah oh my god that yeah. added the creep factor that's the thing uh, let's not gloss over the uh, the ginger character in this uh, book. There's a couple there of friends. Uh, they're in Cairo and they're, they're looking at the pyramids and whatnot. And he makes some comment about, "Oh, let's go talk to the local girls. They love gingers." Uh, and then they get... uh, look, I just want to say they love American gingers. I'm I'm exempt from this. <laughs> I'm not I'm not to be lumped in with these pricks. <laughs> Uh, but then, then, you know, later on the same page, he gets turned down like really quickly. That his friends, like, I thought they liked gingers, and I, I, I was just giggling to myself. I, I, I like that uh, some ginger humor is making its way into my comic books. It's the best. Of course, you do. It's the best. Uh, I, lo- I loved all this stuff, but the Batwoman kind of like in Cairo at night, like looking for the victims and like you know, the Daltrons yeah. going around. Yeah. Try and try. Yeah, to the Daltrons are super creepy. I mean. Oh yeah. I feel like they have a walk. Like you, you can't tell because it's it's art, but I feel like they have a staggering zombie kind of walk mm. that makes them a little bit more creepy. I can see you know? it. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I can see it. I I also really like when Batwoman gets there. It feels very violent. Like you know, he almost stabs Julia, and like he throws knives at Batwoman, which he starts with a cape. Yeah. Like I, I like how he's just going for the sharp objects. Like it feels like a proper yeah. demented serial killer. I, uh-huh. I, I've always liked that. I wasn't super big on the flashbacks. They feel a little bit superfluous. Uh, yeah, it, the flashbacks. I mean, I like the flashback in and of itself. Does I that like make the sense? Halloween. Yeah, the Halloween yeah, I, flashback. I like what it is, but as, as to what it actually adds to the issue. Well, the the whole thing is that basically it's based, it's all motivation for Kate to kind of because Sophia at one point said something like, "Oh, you don't know the truth about Alice," or you know, then yeah. she she kind of like wrote it off as oh, it's just crazy talk. But the comment from from Peg and her kind of like ignoring stuff, kind of leading to people being hurt, and like she could have saved more if she hadn't ignored stuff. It's kind of the motivation at the end for her to go back and try and like dig into the past of Alice and try and figure out like you know you know Alice slash Beth and find out you know you know how did she become how she was and all that. I feel like that's what we're getting next. That seems like what it's building up to. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it just sounded a bit like easy, you know, when she's just like, uh, she's just remembering this flashback, you know, she hears, you know, a bag of bones. Oh, yeah, the bones, porcelain, yeah. of course. It felt a little bit like, uh, okay, really? Well, to me, that just felt like it was like, that was the connection that made us think of it, but that wasn't really 
Like this the thematic reason for us to get the flashbacks not the same reason why she is thinking about it, if that makes sense. No, I get it, but it just didn't it, it didn't was, necessarily make work it, for me in context of the issue. It was the comic book equivalent of an arrow transition to a flashback. Yeah, and, and we <laughs> call shit on those all the time. Oh no, we so. do. No, it's fair. Uh I like the flashback in and of itself. I agree the, the, the reason for going to it was a bit convoluted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel. But yeah. No, I like this more than the, the, the arc that we just had with the the in the in the lab with the scarecrow stuff. I like this more than that. Yeah, it's kind of on par for me. I thought the scarecrow Which stuff was say I still like it. Yeah. I don't love it. The Scarecrow stuff was just dragged out a bit too long for me, whereas this, I felt it was yeah. really tight as a one-issue a one issue thing. Yeah, that's fair. I'll agree there, but I still like that Scarecrow stuff. I liked, I liked the progression it made with her and, and Colony Prime. You know, like, yeah. they kind of teased a coexistence down the line, maybe. And and here, I like that it gets back to... I feel like we forgot about uh, Julia Bennyworth, right? Yeah. It's Julia, yeah. I just had a lapse yeah. for a hot, hot second. <laughs> No, I, w- I will say it's still leading towards her, you know, this path of to this future version that we've seen, yeah. you know, with her going, you know, talking about, oh, she needs to reevaluate her, her re-divine, yeah. redefine her way of justice. And it feels like, okay, is she going to get lethal? It does it actually kind of feel, it feels like everything is kind of complimenting de- detective comics because, like yeah. you say, the whole idea that she might team up with uh, Colony at some point, like that, that that's yeah. kind of feeding into what we've seen in Detective a little bit in the last couple of issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, just, future I feel there's going to be any bat character that goes the way of Punisher. Everyone always wants it to be Jason, but I feel out of anybody it should be Kate. Uh, hey, Joe, you know it's actually frustrating to me that Jason Todd is no longer the worst Jason in DC. Like that's just can I just say that 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 hurts my soul. Uh, that comment uh, this week we got on Twitter about the new Wonder Twins. <laughs> Ooh we Prop, props to you, sir. What, but. What? Yeah, which which led to the Jason uh, jokes. Yes. Uh, so that's Batwoman. That, that, that was a pretty pretty solid issue. That uh, is on the Aquaman number thirty-two. Dan Abnett writing Ricardo Federici on art. This is the next part of this. Uh, I mean, it, it all kind of feels continuous from the previous art, to be honest. All on the yeah. fact that we've changed the artist, but um, art's still solid. It's Maybe still it's solid. So yeah, it's yeah. not as good as uh, Cedric, but it's no, it, it's just good. Cedric oh, um, had a had a had a tease of what he's working on. This, yeah, he did. Week, that's right. Yeah. Via Twitter, and uh, yeah, he, he just said he said he's get big news soon. That's what he said. Yeah. He's get big news soon. Hook, can, can I just ask a quick question about Nightwing? Did I did I blank on something we were talking about? Did we talk about how the the flashback was a different writer? Wait, no, no. Yeah, I'm just looking at the credits page now. Shut up! I, I thought because I, I I thought it was worded. No wonder it was shit. Klaus Janssen was the flashback. I've just realised because I, I was looking to see who did the cover. There was there was two artists as well, like, though, right? I'm not imagining there was, that. There was two artists. Yeah. I know there was two artists. I, I assume, yeah, it was Campbell and Sinclair were the artists, but Klaus Janssen was the flashback writer here. I've just noticed because it it doesn't say writer next to him. It just it says Sam Humphrey's writer and then Klaus Janssen flashback, and then on the next row down it says artists. Well, this makes so much more sense then. Okay, does, so, so so now my enthusiasm for Humphreys has definitely not been impeded because it wasn't even him writing that bit. <laughs> Help themselves. <laughs> Jeez. What? Right, so I, man, I was like going, did I skip over a part of that conversation? Have I deleted that from my brain? I don't remember yeah. this. <laughs> I just saw Humphreys as writer and I just took it on there and then I thought Jansen they were talking about. It just say writer next to him so you assume, oh, yeah. okay, it's going into yeah. the artist section. 
All right, Alex Sinclair was the the, the uh, artist in the flashback. That that should have been a story by words by thing there. Yeah, that was that was a weird way to write those credits. It is, and uh, am I reading that wrong? That is saying he's the writer. For no, the as as yeah, no, as you're right, you're right. So, sorry to drag us back. I know I mean, we've moved on. Like I say, I, I I don't look at the credits pages for when I'm taking out the names. I just look at the comicsology page. Obviously, I only happened to look. I wanted yeah. to see who did the, co- and then I was like, wait, what? Um, that makes a lot. Of sense. Hey, how many comments in the comments did, did you think we've gotten so far? Tell, oh, explaining is there was a different too, writer. Too many. Yeah. Too many. Yeah, before they get to this bit and realize we went back and caught. No, it. no, it's fixed. Yeah, yeah, we got there in the end. No, it's fixed. Anyway, so Aquaman. Uh, oh, yeah, so Aquaman. so Mira is dying, and uh, Dolphin kind of finds her, lights a signal for Aquaman to come over and find her. And uh, do you know what? I'm not a big love triangle guy, but I was feeling quite yeah. bad for Dolphin when Aquaman was all, "Oh, I love you, my wife or wife to be, Mira." Yeah. And Dolphin's all quiet. I mean, she's always quiet because she's Dolphin. But you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else rooting yeah. for Dolphin and, and Arthur? Because I am. A little like, bit. And I don't to, know if she can leave the ocean. Like I don't know if she's like him and Mira uh, in that way. I'm going to guess she can, but I mean I'm not sure. I, I have to say I'm not room for that. Like I think the the stuff between Arthur and Mira in this book has actually been pretty solid. Their relationship yeah, has been. But if she becomes queen and can't, he can't be her king, right? Like. That's got to be one of the conditions. Well, that's one of the big uh, one of the big conversations in this book is he finds that the the widowhood want her to be queen, and when yeah. they actually talk about it in the little you know air bubble, she's uh, like, uh, I think I have to do it so that you know Atlantis yeah. can survive. But and like, does that mean we're ending? He's like, well, no, not really. But it feels like at least for a time. See, the, I was reading it a bit differently here than I think you guys have. I think the way you know he because then obviously they'd plan to okay, no, we're gonna go live on the surface. We're gonna live in the lighthouse, and you know we're gonna get married, and do just you know be normal mm-hmm. in that sense. I think what the way I was doing is here is that it was like more okay, so we can't do that anymore because duty comes first. They can still be together in the, the the capacity they have been, but they they have to do the royal duties first and not their own life first, like they had planned. See, I don't know. I read that as Mare's queen. They have no room for Arthur because he, he's too much of the... He cares too much about the surface. I mean, Do you think that's going to change if he's I'm, on I'm, the opposite side of the throne? I'm not going to necessarily d- debate between those two points. The reason why I'm saying I see it being like a wedge that the dolphin might capitalize on is because the way it actually cuts the dolphin uh, over mm-hmm. hearing this, she's listening up against the door when this conversation is going on. So I directly read this as, no, this is going to kind of separate him and Mira, which will lead to a possibility of some dolphin, uh, (laughs) forgive the the word, but action uh, going on. Um, Hot dolphin action. (laughs) Uh, Don't Google that, people. Don't Google that. Don't Google it, no. Uh, Please don't. um, But, you know, I I feel like it was very intentional there. It's like, they're hinting that dolphin has feelings for Arthur at the same time that we might be driving something that, you know, p- puts him apart a little bit because yeah. she has to take these, these just, this responsibility on. And that that's his origin, though, too. Like, remember, they wanted that. That's where Orin comes from. No, yeah, yeah no, Orin. Yeah, Orm. There we go. He's he's Orin, right? He's Orin. Yeah, he's Orin. Yeah, yeah. And, and his brother's Orum. Do you yes. know how hard it is to not say orange when you go to say Orin? Yeah, right. Like, so, Orin. Yeah. <laughs> she. That's what I say. The end. queen. Took off, and that's how she ended up with with his dad, with, yeah. with Tom Curry, right? So, I mean, that's the Atlantean culture: is duty before everything else. And I think 
Mara's more akin to that than Arthur ever will there, be. There is, but I think the fact that, okay, she's the ruler. He wouldn't be king necessarily. I mean, he's prince. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. he's, 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 he would be a prince uh, right. and, and maybe regent at best. Right. So he could still go and do all the surface stuff. The responsibilities aren't on him in the in the same way that they are when he's king. So it uh, I kind of want him and Dolphin together. I'm not going to lie. Uh, all my decision comes to that. Because I've really grown to like her. I've really, people are awful. I've grown to like Dolphin as well, I have to admit. And as much as I, I do correct my ginger jokes, I wouldn't necessarily say assume I typically go for the, red, uh, the blondes over the redheads, but... Dolph- Dolphin's kind of sweet. She's got this sweetness to her. Yeah. That's just really yes. endearing. I, I like Mira. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, Mira's cool. Like I love the fact that she breached the crown of thorns to get to Arthur. Mm. You know, and putting her life at risk. Which put, which and... puts them on this countdown. She's got like ten hours yeah. to live. So so Aquaman has to take down the the, the crown oh, and you know storm yeah. the castle as it were. And also, I don't think I was reading when you guys talked about uh, the the Beast Master. He's the keeper of all the beasts of of Atlantis. I love the way they write his dialogue because hmm. he's just, you know, it's so it's not, pompous. Well, it's not well, the it's pompous. Like a, it's, it's like a false pomp. Well, not just that. It, it's the O's and the Hayes and the, you know, mm, it, false. I, I don't want to say rural. I'm trying to come the right. <clears throat> but yeah, I just love the way that he is and he cares about his beasts and oh, we can't do that. And then it ends with the beast crashing the throne room. You know, yeah. like. Uh, oh, that's a hell of a final page. That's a yeah, great, is. great final page. Obviously, he goes to King Shark for help, who refuses. I feel like he may change his mind on be a bit yeah. of cavalry next issue. It feels like. Well, I also like a, yeah, I also thing. like that Wrath is the people of Atlantis, even his own in his inner circle. Like, man, he's gone too hard on this magic stuff. Like, yeah, he claims he's from the people, but is he really? Again, tying it to to some real world. Yeah, political uh, climate. Right there. Some commentary, you know. Uh, and he's really doubled down on, on these old ways that probably aren't for the best. They got us into trouble before. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah. Political analogies right now, it's just too easy, aren't they? They are, but I feel like this is the way that we have to exercise these demons. And, you know, we thought that Percy was being heavy-handed. It just turns out, like, no, he just he wasn't going close enough to reality. He, he was slightly ahead of the curve, if anything. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So... I don't know, uh, but I, I like that they brought that thread in. That even his own people are in his inner circle are just like, hey, I don't think he's up to the task. Volko's going to write a book called Water and Fury uh, about about his first first year in, uh, uh, <laughs> in office. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> I was not say who is the Steve Bannon of Atlantis, but let's not go down that. <laughs> let's not go down that path. Let's bury that in the trench with the trench creatures. Oh, maybe uh, he's a trench creature. Dear. Um, <laughs> okay. Wait, Volko or Bannon? Bannon. Yeah, <laughs> um, aye, so Aquaman was you know, continuation. More of the same, but good. Uh, continued everything everything forward. So, uh, digging it. Digging it a lot. Uh, so, just to round out then, uh, Corridor did read Trinity number 17, new run by James Robinson. Uh, so, go on. Uh, oh, Patrick Jots are on art as well, for the record. Uh, yeah. So, go on. It's it's pretty solid actually. Oh. Uh, it, it's so it's it's all framed in the they're being in the the, the three of them are being interviewed separately, uh, but it's, yeah. so it's it's intercut in between them. The the, the narration boxes is just you know one one part of the story and then you know sentence each sort of thing and going through it like that. And basically, what happened is Superman and Batman are trying to help Wonder Woman find the mascara. 
because obviously you know it was lost to her they're like, okay, well, we'll see. You know, where where have been disappearances? Where are likely places for portals for other dimensions? We'll see what we can do and see if we can kind of stumble onto it that way. And they get you know caught up in a storm, and they get a bit wrapped up because it turns out there's you know some magic going on on this storm where this portal is, and they try and save this boat, and in doing so, they actually get sucked through the portal without meaning to. And they're you know lost on this planet this this jungle world uh you know it, it it kind of weakens them all in some way superman loses powers entirely uh wonder woman's blind so uh, then you know they're they're trudging through and they're all kind of covering for each other's weaknesses in that sense uh some you know some nice narration that matt will be a fan of, you know in the fight and superman's still handling uh-huh. himself and i think it was a uh, batman who who you know he says, uh, Superman d- did a great job of reminding me that even without his powers, he still deserves the name. Open and then it cuts to Superman just going, yeah, I did what I could. Yes. Open your wallet, Matt. Open your wallet <laughs> right now. I, yeah. I can't bring out my wallet because there's the Superman S on it and we can't show it. So, <laughs> uh, but, yes. But, uh, I have a Superman wallet that... Uh, yeah. So oh, we, we get to the end, uh, you know, they're fighting through the, this horde of reptilian yeah. people. Okay. And they finally get through it all. And they talk about how, you know, it wasn't actually that they were that skilled fighters. It was more a test of endurance. But they, they, they managed, they got through them all. And Wonder Woman starts talking about how, you know, it, she's been doing research into all these places because she's trying to find Themyscira. Mm-hmm. And she thinks she knows where they are. And they're on Skitaris. And uh, Warlord shows up. So uh, that's the the end of the of issue. Of course. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Man, last I, time I was on Skitaris, it was Convergence, and I don't want to remember that. I, I don't remember that because I didn't read that part. There you go, because you're smart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mail. Hey guys, I have a whole <laughs> Convergence. If anybody wants to buy it, like, <laughs> all I have to do is pay for shipping. I will send it to you. You can have it. <laughs> Actually, let me check to see if I didn't just offload it. I, I dropped a whole bunch of comics off at my shop, and it might have been in there, and I might have just uh, checked them. And also, Matt, the box. there was that day you ran out of toilet paper. You may have, may have used it that day. That's true. I did remove the staples. I remember that. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. But no, hey. it's, uh, it's actually a pretty solid issue. I'd recommend it. Cool. Who wrote it again? Who's the new? James Robinson. It's, it's, it's James Robinson. Yeah. Oh, so that makes sense. Then. But obviously, there's no Jason, so it's, right. it's not it's not no, atrocious. I, I Jason. tend to like Robinson more than I haven't liked like his. I really enjoyed his Earth Two when he was writing it. Yeah, yeah I, I, like, I, I like that as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, do you know what? I'll forgive the current Wonder Woman situation, right? And her book. If you're at the end of the issues, you always get next time. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. If one of those issues soon ends with next time X to Jason, all's forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Best run ever. Always yeah, yeah, that that would be pretty fantastic. Uh, but hey, uh, ugh, um, I mean, maybe like, I'll I'll see how I feel next month if I want to read that issue in the next one or uh or, yeah. or, or whatever. Maybe if I drop damage after issue two, then I'll decide to go back and and catch up. I think that that's probably one of the reasons that I'm unless I find myself with time that week mm. next next month, I probably won't read damage because I'd rather yeah, read the fair. next issue of Trinity, which surprises even me it's like, I, I was kind of i was kind of happy when I, I could just sort of drop trinity before though mainly because we get so much superman batman not as much wonder woman but certainly superman and batman we get so much of them between their books the justice league that's like yeah i'm kind of okay with you know 
the trinity of it kind of sucking. Like, it's, it's fine. Like, you know, I, I can happily ignore it. Uh, no, I get that. But, I mean, if it's good, it's good. But hey, it's good, good box are good box, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not super solid, uh, but... I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's like, oh, this is must-read. I'm just saying, you know, as a first issue, it was it pretty fine. solid. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Uh, the, the, the character narrations are down, for sure. All right. Okay, that's cool. Uh, reminds me, actually, just before we get to the best ofs, I... Uh, I haven't caught up yet, but I read the next issue I had of Bat- Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, which was the start of that that thing where it was all the like all the men get sick, so it becomes this mm-hmm. giant team of like the Birds of Prey, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, then Wonder Woman shows up, uh, all the the Orphan and Spoiler and Batwoman all show up. Uh, that was the big cliffhanger at the end of that issue. Uh, I'm looking forward to reading the rest of it. I just thought I'd mention I read it because cool, good. That's a nice idea. Uh, I'll get back to that at some point. Uh, hey, I guess that's all the books this week then, so we can get mm-hmm. on to the, uh, the, the 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 best ofs, the picks, the, yeah. the favourites. Real, real quick, just a footnote uh, oh. that you were talking about the similarities between uh, Action Comics and Batman 39. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did some digging. It's Action Comics 761. There you go. So if anybody wants to go. Uh, nearly 20 years old at this point, which... Oh man, I hate thinking about time. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you you were what graduating college twenty years ago, man. No, I didn't graduate college. <laughs> Are you sorry? That, that's right around the time he dropped out. That, that was a good yeah. punchline. I'll, I'll give you that. that, was, that was You're good. welcome. Uh, okay, so picking favorites of the week. So we do we do our best panel slash moment, do best oh. cover, best art, top five books of the week. This will be an interesting week actually for this because some books that we normally yeah. love uh, we didn't love that much this week, and some books that have been kind of rough have been better this week. Interesting. Uh, so starting off with best panel slash moment, which I have not thought about at all. Uh, Matt, you can go first. Yeah. So. I originally wasn't going to do it, but it's too on brand for me not to do it. <laughs> but it's from Super Sons. It, it's got, it's at full page. It's got the all the characters on it. But front and center oh, are okay. my lost three. Bart, Cassie, Connor. Yeah, just a great image for me. Okay, Connor? Uh, I'm just having a skim. I was trying to find something from Superman, but I can't find an individual moment. So I think I'm just going to go with the, the final page of Aquaman. That's just such a cool Pretty moment. And the art on it was really solid. Yeah, yeah I was tempted to go with the, the, the friend stuff at the end of Super Sons. Uh, I like yeah. that moment. But honestly, I think I'm actually going to go with Green Lanterns and the right back at you from Jess to the, the Molly yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. uh, my my other choice, I suppose, is just giant Kurt Cobain. Oh, yeah. there you go. That was That's the obvious one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nah, it's just because she's so normally not that confident. The idea that she's pretending to be so confident to this Molite King, like you know, just you know, I, I yeah, dig yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's a moment slash panel. Uh, best cover of the week, which I should probably look at these for for this. this yeah, yeah I, this is actually kind of tough this week. There's a few that I really like. Yeah, uh, Connor, you can go first. You're a dick. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest, it's down to Nightwing or Batman. I think those are the two standouts for me. I think I'll give it to... Yeah, I'll give it to Batman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Janet does a nice cover. I actually think I'm going to go with Aquaman, I think. Uh, Ooh. Arthur and King Shark looks really nice. Uh, I'm digging it. The, uh, the, uh, 
the I variant like that the variant's also really nice for the record uh, of Mira. Oh, the Mira one, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I can't was... believe either, either of you didn't pick Batwoman because that's mine. Batwoman's good, and Superman uh-huh. Superman's quite good as well. There's a lot of good covers this week. I I, I would have paid Pete being the horror guy here to go for Batwoman. Don't get me wrong, I was yeah. tempted. I was looking. It was yeah. between Aqu- Aquaman and Batwoman. That was the two I was yeah. looking at. Gotcha. Oh, I prefer but. Batwoman's variant, you know, with all the all the red and black and white. See, I prefer the Batman variant with one woman standing there. Mm. Uh, that's also excellent. That's yeah, really good. So, I mean, don't think that there's wrong with the Janin, uh, but I, I actually think there's a there. lot of really solid covers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. hell, I mean, I know, I know, we weren't super enthused about it, but Damage has a pretty good cover. <laughs> like it's just, yeah. you know, uh, that's fair. To, Tony Daniel does does do just, nice covers. I feel like because it's Tony Daniel and how key he was in the New Fifty Two, that <laughs> just screams New Fifty Two to me. <laughs> uh, so, fair. Fair. I not think of it. All right. So uh, best um, hold on art, art best art of the week, which I guess I'll go first since I've made you two go first already. Uh, oh, this is not as clear. The cut is normal. Um, Oh, I mean, we can rule out Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, we can rule out Nightwing. Be quite, yeah, uh, quite you just stole my joke when I was going to say Nightwing. Uh, <laughs> Night- Nightwing, pages oh, 1, no, 2, actually, no, it is, it 19 is easy. and 20. We were so murky on other elements, I just forgot that Joel Jones did Batman. They are, I can't fault yeah, they are. I, I, Batman. I, I was wondering why yeah, you did no, no, I just, yeah. for, I just forgot that was a thing. Yeah, Batman. That, that, easily that, Batman. That was really easy for me, his, yeah. his Batman. It is easy. I just no. forgot that was a thing. Matt's Batman. yawning, but I'm assuming it's Batman as well. No, it's not. It's Super Sons. Uh, oh, I wasn't okay. big into a lot of the art uh, and for Jones. I, I like her, but I feel like this one just fell off. I don't know. Maybe it was the inks or the colors. I just there's some really good stuff in there, but just didn't. Yeah, that's not a lot. Uh, you know, t- taste be a thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as Connor constantly proves, sometimes it can be contrary. <laughs> How do you take your steak? Piss it off, man. Is it... <laughs> I know where this is going. Piss he, off. He takes it the wrong way, is the answer. Yeah. Well, I was just anytime you, you start going off about Connor's taste, and I don't agree with you, I'm going to. I'm going to. Connor doesn't like Back to the Future. No, uh, no. <laughs> Stop saying that. Okay. I don't love Back to the Future. He, I thinks, like it's, the he future. thinks it's fine. He's not even watched the sequels because he doesn't really want to. I think it's pretty good. I just don't love it. Why have you not watched two or three yet then? I'll discuss it with both of you. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to it eventually. Uh, See, disgust. It's the greatest it's trilogy the that's it's ever there. been made. All right. Okay. Uh, well, Carl, you going first since you're you've been. Uh... Actually, no. Matt asked me about mistakes, so you can go first. Matt, top five. Uh, so my top five. Number one, Green Lanterns. I really enjoyed this issue. Oh, All its faults. That's and... surprising. With yeah, with with Va- uh, Lizeth Vok, like whatever. Number two is Super Sons. Uh, pretty well-rounded with the art and the story. Three is Justice League. Uh, four is Batwoman. And five is Superman. Just nearly edging out Batman. I am shocked oh, Superman's I, not number I one. I, I would have put money on you picking Superman right. this week. Well, I did. I what, thought, number yeah, one? When he got to four, I was like, he's yeah. forgotten Superman. He's forgotten he's it, yeah. Forgotten. I was like, surely it's number There's, three. No, that's no, number four. Oh, surely, oh, he's forgotten it. He's forgotten it now. No, number yeah, five. Yeah, I was like, it's not going to be five. He's just forgotten. And then we're going to go, what no, about was, Superman? Go, it oh, was yeah, good. I, 
I don't know. I just uh, trying to say this at the best way without sounding like a an evil monster. <laughs> but it, it it it's pretty easy to praise a book wherein superheroes take care of cancer kids. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. It's I don't want to say it's low hanging fruit because it's not. It's impossible not to like it, and it's a very good book, and it made me dusty. But it's. You know, the art style, as we said, it's very simple. I, I, I honestly thought you were going to relish in a week where Batman had a weaker issue and Superman had a good issue, because it's been a while. Um, I just said it didn't yeah. miss five, like, just did, barely. But, but, but Batman was one it was competing with, though, and I think that's yeah. fascinating. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, like, to me, they're nowhere near each other. Oh, that's interesting. Well, that said, Connor, what's your top five? So, at number one is actually Superman. I, I wow, think, look at you. I think I, it, it's, it's the best thing I read this week. Yeah. Uh, Two is probably Super Sons. Three is Justice League. Four is Aquaman. And then I think five, I'll go with Trinity. I enjoyed that. Mm. Okay. Uh, I am going with Justice League at number one. Mm. Yeah, I know. Everything's very different this week. It's very, very, that's just what happens when the, the, the standout books, books aren't yeah. standing out as much as usual. Uh, but no, I'll go with Justice League at number one. I will say Super Sons at number two, Superman at number three, Green Lanterns at number four, Batwoman at number five. Yeah, wow. Is is that's gonna be the first time in a long time that none of us have Batman in the top five? Uh, yeah, so it's been a while. I don't expect that will last long. Maybe another no, issue, and then fine. then we'll be. Depending, yeah. I mean, next time it'll be on a week one, which is a bit quieter. So, um, not as much anymore. They're not. Nah, week one's a bit on par with week two now at this point. Because we dropped a few things from week two, and week one had a few things added on. I, I, I think we're, I think we'll be fine. Uh, but yes, yeah, so there you go. That, that's that's the picks this week. So very, very mixed week in terms of what we what we liked. Uh, but that leaves me to tell you what's coming next week. And of course, uh, oh, first thing, what's not coming next week is Connor uh, because he he is oh, actually yeah, he's off for uh, next weekend uh, through the the girlfriend planning a tri- trip. Without, without his input. I, I, I got dragged into things. Yeah. Uh, which means for the second month in a row, he is missing the Doomsday Clock talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not too happy about that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make up for it with uh, issue four before it goes on its break. <laughs> I know, you're going to give it back for one issue and then it's on a break for a month. Uh, also, I didn't do it in purpose, but I, I really like how Doomsday Clock talk sounded. <laughs> so, you know... I'm making that a thing. Uh, Alright, so Doomsday Clock number 3 is out next week, of course. And then you've got Action Comics 966, Detective Comics 973, Wonder Woman 39, The Flash 39, Batgirl number 19, Teen Titans 16. We have the finale of Nightwing The New Order, issue 6 of that. Uh, that wraps up all the obvious books we'll be covering. Also out next week, but we will not be covering are Batman Beyond 16, Blue Beetle 17, The Demon Hell is Earth number 3, Hal Jordan the Green Lantern Corps number 37, The Hellblazer number 18, Just League of America number 23, and Suicide Squad number 34. Man, we, there's a lot of books we don't cover in week 4. But uh, that's just the way the chips fall sometimes. Really excited for that Teen Titans issue because it's all Starfire. Um, so Pete's going to be staring at it like, what's this? <sighs> I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to the, the Hal Jordan uh, stuff because that's yeah. the start of the new arc with Zod. I'm intrigued to see what it does. Huh? Yeah. Oh, Matt's pulling out his wallet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all, all kidding aside about the Teen Titans, I am because Marv Wolfman is writing Starfire. So, mm. uh, and, it, and it deals with Starfire, Raven, and Beast Boy. 
and how they interact with these with this younger yeah. group. Oh, okay. It's a one shot yeah. by Wolfman. Yeah. I might jump back on and, and read that one issue. Uh, yeah. yeah. So not that I'll be as told about it, but I'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I saw a preview as we were waiting to be seated for breakfast this morning. I was going through Reddit and someone posted a um, a preview of it, so I, I looked at it and it seems really good. So yeah, I'm and jokes aside, I actually do really like. Starfire, so I'm glad she's getting yeah, a, she's, a story she's cute, dedicated yeah. to herself. So, no, uh, it's cool. Uh, so, uh, that's what's coming next week, and that wraps up episode 87 of Comics from the Multiverse. Uh, so, the countdown to episode 100 begins, begins. right now. Uh, so, uh, you can check out that uh, all the next week stuff next week, uh, of course. Uh, worth mentioning, uh, the DC TV shows were back this week. Uh, so the the I mean, we've had televisions from the multiverse still running, but we've been doing some old shows like Smallville and Lois and Clark and uh, Young Justice. Y- Young Justice, full of Wally getting souvenirs. Yes, um, and you know we've been ripping Smallville apart to shreds. It's been it's been been fun, but the shows are back this week. So obviously Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and of course we actually already did the first episode of Black Lightning. We did that as a standalone thing. It'll be in the podcast as well, but you can actually find a review of Black Lightning episode one on its own on the YouTube channel if you so wish. Uh, Short version, pretty good. You should check it out. It was pretty good actually. Yeah, I, I can. I've been hearing. I can cover that sentiment. Uh, some good stuff. So uh, yeah, so check out that. Uh, and barring that, oh, the monthly episode went up this week. Uh, me and Connor. Oh we, yeah, we did do that, didn't we? Yeah, we looked up. That uh, feels like it forever ago. Yeah, uh, for the for the for the for the patrons, of course, they get the monthly uh, bonus episode. Uh, we did Batman Earth One Volume One, and we had a pretty good long conversation about that. Uh, that was pretty in depth. Uh, birthday boy, one of my favorite Bat villains that probably will only be seen once. I know he's great. I hope he shows up in the in continuity because he's actually really cool. Yeah. I liked him yeah, a lot, yeah. uh, but. Yeah, so so that was cool. And uh, anything else I want to plug or yeah, obviously the usual stuff. Twitter at DC Comics Podcast is always worth mentioning. Uh, you can get me at Wibble eighty nine, Connor at Connor Ryan ninety four, at Matt at Matt of Steel fifty seven. I can be remembering all these things. Good job. I mean, also if if you did enjoy us talking about the the DC movie stuff, we have got the full movie news coming tomorrow. That is true. Yeah, uh, that'll be up early Sunday. Usually that goes up. Uh, I mean, it's only episode two tomorrow, so I mean, the, the precedent's kind of only just been set, but <laughs> that is the, the, the planned time it will begin up. Uh, so you can check out that, and there'll be a lot of non DC news as well uh, for other movies and Marvel movies if they've got news and everything else. So you can check out that, and there you go. So I think that's us. So that, that is episode 87. So be excited for uh, your Action Comics 1000, episode 100 of this, and everything else in between, and um, what's coming up in the next few months. Doomsday Clock, mainly, next week. God damn it. Uh, I love it so uh, with all that said uh, of course get us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the show or the channel you get some bonuses like the monthly episode uh, the occasional voting rates in fact I think we we, we were a little bit confused at the end of the the monthly as to what the the next month would be it'll probably be a vote actually because they were kind of due one for January and then we took away the the fifth week thing so it'll probably end up being a vote I imagine okay cool Connor's staring at me um, I'm just. I think I've got a little bit of a slight delay on the, on my audio here. Oh, well. fair enough. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's news to me as well. I just thought of it that it should probably be a vote. So patrons could probably get a vote for the next monthly. Uh, but that's us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. We love you loads. Keep reading DC comics and always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force.